It's hard to balance life and a full-time job and still enjoy the things in your life you're passionate about. If you're passionate sports, every Monday and Thursday, join me as we talk about the day's biggest sports topics, the previews, game analysis, the infusion of music and sports, and rumors in the sports world. If you love sports and want a new, fresh perspective from a sports podcast, this is the show for you. I'm your host, Keith Johnson, and this is Sports Fans Only. Now let's talk some damn sports. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. Is telling me there'll be better days. I like this tone. Yeah. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. I sit in silence and find whenever I meditate. My fears alleviate, my tears evaporate. My faith don't deviate, ideas don't have a date. But see, I'm growing and getting stronger with every breath. Bringing me closer to heaven's doors with every step. As we speak, I'm at peace, no longer scared to die. Most niggas don't believe in God, and so they terrified. It's either that or they be fearing they gon' go to hell. Asking the Father for forgiveness got him overwhelmed. As it be spiteful, like them white folks that control the jail See, I believe if God is really never judging man Because he knows us all and therefore he would understand The ignorance to make a nigga take his brother life The bitterness and pain that got him beating on his wife Like, I know you desperate for a change, let the pen glide But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from The cemeteries unchanged, I see men cry But the only real change come from inside but the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside Chosen religion, Jesus peace, frozen from sinning Doing dirt, hoping to God, he know my intentions To see a million before I see a casket I got a baby on the way, no he gon' be a bastard I'm living fast like I'm in a drag race How that cash taste? When I was a senior, I was ballin' on my classmates Niggas put three bullets in my car, one hit the gas tank No, I got an angel, cause I'm supposed to have a halo right now My lifestyle destined for a federal facility For my ability to make them birds fly Fiends won't get higher than a birds eye You and who am I to tell a nigga what to do? I just supply, it's economics, my business ain't got the suit and tie Keep a pistol at all times, niggas want what's mine I can't oblige, dog. I work too hard So reach for it, get referred to God, I'm going hard, nigga I know you desperate for a change, let the pen glide But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from The cemeteries unchanged, I see men cry But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from Prodigal son, got a new gun, this one don't run out of ammo Lately been working on my handles, can I ball? Become a star and remain myself If I fall, dust it off and regain myself Fuck them all, they don't know all the pain I felt I'm in awe, after all the fame I felt I evolve, I no longer bury demons I be a vessel for the truth until I'm barely breathing I'm singing Life is all about the
of a sudden niggas popping trunk and then we scram Finger on trigger, make a little nigga understand What it's like to finally be the motherfucking man Eyes wide, that's from the power that the coward feels Niggas die for bitches disrespecting dollar bills Bloodshed then turn the city to a battlefield I call it bullshit I'm a toast today, career the perfect combination, boy. Legends in the South. This is sports fans' only home for the hottest sports show around. These guys are on fire. You're now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Yes, yes, and we are back. This is Sports Fans Only with your host, KJ and Sean Mack. And it's been about seven, eight, nine days, actually, since the last time we've been on live on the mic. And it uh, feels good to be back. I hope everybody's doing good after that horrible little hurricane slash tropical storm. There's a lot of people out there still without lights and uh, kind of going through it right now. So we send our best wish, uh, best wishes out to everybody. On another note, what's going on, Sean Mack? How you doing today? I'm doing well, baby. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I can't complain. Uh, just thank God I wasn't touched by that that little storm. I know you had a few little problems. I mean, you was telling me about your, what is it, the canopy that flew off your, is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah. Yeah, a canopy. Came off my little awning thing. It's it it getting on my nerve. I can't find one. <laughs> I'm one of those guys that like to actually go in the store and buy something. I don't like to order it offline, especially when I'm making a decent sized purchase. So, yeah. Seems like I'm gonna have to do it. Yeah, I, I hate I hate ordering stuff online because I just have this fear of first of all get lost. See, when I was young, I used to work at like UPS, and I saw what they do in those damn mail carrying places. You know, whether it's the post office, UPS. You know, they steal your stuff and they throw it around and disrespect it. So uh, I'd rather yeah. I'd rather just go into the store and get it. So um, a lot of stuff going on, and it feels weird saying this. A lot of stuff going right. on in the world of sports, man. A whole, <laughs> whole lot of drama and uh, just everything, man. Um, did you see what your boy LeBron said to uh, Trump? And when the when the reporter asked him about uh, about Trump, I didn't. No, it's gonna he, be interesting. What he say? Yeah, he said uh, I'll play the clip. I'll play that later on when I do the NBA Jam session. But I just wanted to bring it up real quick. Um, basically, the reporter. So I guess Trump said that he refuses to watch anything if the bla- uh, basketball players are taking a knee. And she pretty much asked uh, the reporter that is asked LeBron, um, "What do you feel about that?" So you know, LeBron goes into this whole long thing. I'm not gonna give it away, but um, yeah. Uh, let's see. How should I put this? He pretty much, I, I could tell he wanted to say more. I could tell he wanted to just like really get at him. But he's like, you know what? It's basketball time. I'll deal with that on another level or on another time. But um, yeah, man, you'll hear it later, though. I'll play it for you a little oh, yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You got me interested now. I want to know. Nah, yeah, and I know I'm pretty sure Trump, once he sees it, you know he's going to see it. He's going to just. Oh, I can't wait to hear what he says. <laughs> at this point in time, this close to uh, election time, he needs to leave that alone because he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you might lose on this one. Yeah. Four years ago, different story. But different this story. time, yeah. this atmosphere, yeah. mm, you might lose. You got a lot of people on the fence right now about you. So I don't think uh, you want to kick them off the fence to the other side by going after LeBron. Why are you go? Why is he going after LeBron? I just, I don't. Yeah, know. just leave it alone. Just, just leave LeBron alone. Leave, leave that whole movement alone. Um, let's see what else. Oh, in the NFL. So there's a lot of questions about uh, Cam Newton on whether or not. 
he's going to be able to adjust to the Patriot way in Bill Belichick. What, what are your thoughts? Do you think, because, you know, he's kind of an outspoken, kind of, I don't want to say flamboyant, but he is kind of flamboyant, especially the way he dresses. And just kind of, you know, he's like this character. He doesn't, He's not a bad dude by any stretch, but he, he has his ways about him that I can see maybe Belichick getting annoyed with him. Do you, you see him having a problem in New England or no? With Belichick uh, uh, specifically. Put it this way. The Patriot way is a Belichick way, but how can I say this? Patriot way is winning. Yeah. If they win, he can do what he wants. Yep. Yeah. You're Guarantee right. You. Yeah. You're Guarantee. right. You're right. I mean, as long as he's not uh, doing things that nobody can do, like talking about the game plan, game plan yeah. to the media, being late, being you know, late. talking about, well, the coaches could have did better and stuff like that. But no, yeah, no, no, I don't, no. I don't. I think Cam, he wants to win so bad and he's at a point in his career. He's, he's gotten his money. He, he still has endorsements, so people forget. Even though he's getting paid, the Patriots gave him, what, $2, two million or something like that, whatever. Yeah. I guarantee you he's making, this year alone, he'll probably be making 30 to $40 million just off of endorsements. So money's not an issue for him. He's not going there for money. He's going there to try to win a championship and prove everybody wrong. So I, yeah. don't, I don't see it being a problem, but uh, you never know. Um, anything else you wanted to talk about? Cause I got a couple things I don't want to step on. You know, if you have some things you wanted to bring up, uh, no, you just wait, enjoy wait, my wait. voice Let me check right fast. Oh yeah, we do. We have the first major golf championship being played since COVID-19 shut down everything. A couple of months ago, we have the uh, PGA championship major sitting at the top of the leaderboard. You got Jason day sitting at five under Zach Johnson, Kepka and Rose is tied for uh second sitting at four under and the one that everyone wants to know, Tiger Woods actually had a good, good performance, a good outing in round one. He's sitting at two under. Tiger round went bogey, birdie, 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 bogey, birdie, birdie, bogey for a 68 two under on the day. So he's actually just three strokes off the lead. Yeah, well, I was just sitting here looking at that. Man, If he, I always say this when I'm playing. Uh, I don't know if you've been noticing. I've been playing a lot of that golf club lately. Man, that, yeah, yeah, I, that game balls, boy. I love it. Yeah. Once you once you get into it, it's hard to stop. So I'm on my little. Uh, have you played the PGA the tournament in that game? Have you actually played or no? Uh, once or twice, but it you got never. Hard. You, it didn't get hard. I just had. I had wore out my welcome. Oh, it, it, I was it, playing so much. Yeah, it definitely gets hard though. Um, I threw my controller. I think I'm, I might have broke it. Not sure, but it's not. It's yeah. not moving. You know, last time I played that game, I couldn't keep it straight in the fairway anymore <laughs> that got to that point where it was where it was hard you know it's the putting in that game but it's lifelike though i like it i remember in tiger or rory's golf game i could go yeah. 15 under and it's nothing like put it on hard i get to 15 under 18 under on here i'm lucky if i get five under six under. So, yeah it's frustrating because even if you hit the shot the same way twice three times you get different results on each swing sucks now do you think that's the a problem with the mechanics with the game or you think it's just that hard where it's hard to do the same thing twice every time i i know i've hit that thing the same way twice i think it's the mechanics i think it is they make it hard i i think yeah i don't think because sometimes you know you can do the practice swing i try to and i feel like i'm doing it the same way but one time be way to the left and then way to the right and it's like it just it, it bothers me. We're gonna have to get a game of that real soon. By the way, definitely. Um, what other news? Oh, Antonio Brown. They're talking about Green Bay possibly picking up Antonio Brown. Um, do you think that's even something that can possibly happen? Like, do you think a team's really gonna sign him after all this? Yeah, because he didn't go to jail, and 
nothing too scandalous came out of the investigation. No, nothing right that I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything. No, I didn't hear nothing at all. Which all one? I heard was that he was pressuring uh, Antonio Brown was pressuring the NFL to wrap up the investigation so he can move on with his life because it's like a cloud, uh, a dark cloud hanging over his head. So yeah, he knows you know. nobody's gonna pick him up while the investigation's still going on because, and rightfully so, because they don't want to sign him and get three, four, five games into the season and then something does come up and then they have to cut him. Now he done wasted a roster spot. So um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it'll be a good look. Green Bay will be scary if you get because they have that running back already. What was it? Aaron Jones, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. He, he mm-hmm. rushed for over a thousand yards last year. You throw Antonio Brown, they still got. Do they still have Jimmy Graham? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell. That's one Drake. of the. That's like one of the greatest fall offs of a tight end I've ever seen in my life. Jimmy Graham uh, went from uh, being the Saints knew something. They, they must let him have. go at the right time. They right at the right. I'm like, how do you go from people were comparing him to Gronk? Now, I think the consensus was Gronk was still the all around better tight end, but he he was basically Kelsey before Kelsey, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. He was right up there with Gronk. I mean, yeah, he yeah. give you more. Uh, he give you more in between the numbers. Yeah, definitely. And he's time. not going to block yeah. as good. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to block as well. That guy from San Francisco. What? Yeah, he's great. Kind of going off track. Who do you think's the best tight end right now? Kittles. I think that's his name. Kittle. Mm, Kittles. Kittles and uh, Kelsey, right? Those are the only two. Yeah, those are the only two. So who would you, I think Kittle is a little more like Gronk just because he's so much. He's big like Gronk and he can block. But Kelsey, he's a beast too. I almost feel he, like though Kelsey's on the downside of his career. He's still a great tight end. Yeah, he can give you five more, maybe four more. Yeah. But do you think he's ever going to be the Kelsey of like two years ago when he was just like yeah. unstoppable? Yeah, with, uh, with mega on well yeah Mahomes. well pat mahomes yeah. and uh and that brings me to my next i'm sorry i'm jumping around jumping around like a little rabbit um did you see tyreek hill was it tyreek hill chad ochocinco and terrell owens race i heard about it yeah you got to go check that on espn now he did definitely gave him a handicap he started at the goal line terrell owens is at the 10 yard line and actually no it wasn't ochocinco didn't race I guess he was like, damn that, I ain't getting out there and tearing my hamstring. But um no. so it was Terrell Owens, some kid from UCF who was getting ready to go into the NFL and Tyreek Hill. So the kid from UCF was on the twenty, Terrell was on the ten, and Tyreek Hill was on the goal line. Needless to say, at the end of the race, Tyreek Hill passed the dude that was on the twenty yard line. Now mind you, he's, this dude's an NFL receiver, or he's going yeah. to be. He passed him by the time they got to the next twenty yard line and just missed Passing Terrell Owens. Terrell wow, Owens. Get him. Terrell he Owens. Get nah, him. he couldn't get him. Wow. He, he couldn't catch up. Yo, Terrell Owens still looks like a beast. For the life of me, I don't understand. Maybe not now because he's so old, but somebody could have signed that man a couple of years after. What was the last team he was with? Cincinnati? When he was with Ocho Cinco? Ravens? Did he go to the Ravens? I don't. After Cincinnati, I lost track of what happened with him. Me too. Well, no, Seattle. He went to Seattle. He must have got yeah. cut then. Did he get cut? Yeah, he played, and then that was it. He played a couple games. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why people, from looking at him, the dude is like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. He he uh he looked Damn, like I he, not believe he couldn't he couldn't catch him. Couldn't catch him, yo. And Terrell Owens got them long strides, and and it didn't look like he was running as fast as dude. It was just ten yards. It was only ten yards. That up. Couldn't check. Couldn't catch him. Wow. <laughs> he beat the other dude. He beat. He made up the twenty yards with the other kid. Actually, by the time he got to the twenty, he was almost ten yards ahead of him. By the time they all hit the goal line, you know what I mean. So 
Damn. He passed him up, big. But yeah, man. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's enough warm up for the show. Um, you got anything else you want to mention before we head off into this commercial break? Um, skibbity boop bop, skibbity doo. Woo! That's our little. Uh, hey, if you guys don't know, you got to go to Facebook. Go look up. It's our business page. It's called Sports Fans Only uh, Sports Podcast. You look that up on Facebook. I have this acapella I'm doing. I don't know. I don't even think you saw it. You got to go. I, I did. Ha- oh, you did see it. I have my baseball. Yeah. Oh no, I sent it to you. So I have my yeah, baseball yeah. helmet on, my little batting helmet, and I'm, I'm singing. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the uh, original members of. Uh, I said the Temptations, but I'm not old enough. I'm one of the. Uh, I'm the fifth member of Boys and Men. And uh, when you go on there and you listen to me uh, exercise my vocals, you'll see exactly what I mean. So just want to let you guys know that. So anyway, um, yeah. So let's get into this music, get into this commercial break, and uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. This is Sports Fans Only. I'm your host KJ. That's Sean Matt. We'll be right back. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town, no postcode envy But every song's like gold teeth, grey goose dripping in the bathroom Bloodstains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room Queen. Oh, 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 
Gonna find you and take it slowly. 
can't guard me, I'm telling you. <laughs> Hello, son. Doing a little sporting, I see. Dad, not cool. You know it's not uncool? Old Spice After Hours. It whisks sweat away into the night with jazz. Dad, I prefer ultra smooth. It handles sweat without all that jazz. Let's settle this over a game of... Don't say it. Don't say what? Horse. That's my boy. You're now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Now let's talk some damn sports. Welcome back to Sports Fans Only with your host, KJ, and that over there is... Sean Mack. And we are back again with another action-packed episode. Uh, This segment, we got something interesting for you guys. This (laughs) segment, we decided to... um, So, follow me here, because I still haven't been able to word this right, Sean, even when I explained it to somebody else. So, uh... Here we go. Um, so each college university, right? Uh, each each university, uh, they have football players that graduate, go on to the NFL. Not graduate, they get drafted, go to the NFL. What we're trying to do here on Sports Fans Only is trying to figure out which college has accumulated the most NFL-earned money from their alumni. So basically, all the players that got drafted, let's say from uh, Ohio State, um, what we're going to do is tally up all the contract money they've ever made, and we're going to see who comes in first place, second place, third place, uh, so on and so forth. So I have the final list. I put my list together before I got the final list. So um, we're going to go from there, and we're just going to uh, go down the line and see who we think has uh, accumulated the most money. But before we do that, Sean, I'd like you to go ahead and take it away and kick it off to our sponsor honestly this is going to be a great segment i can't wait to see where it leads but uh first i'd like to say this segment is brought to you by brazillo's brasserie restaurant located at 6371 north main street in norwalk connecticut now okay i was down there last night got me a lovely little brazino filet that's a white fish if anybody don't know it was served with a little uh corn puree a little grilled summer corn salad Mm. and a little lemon oil it was it was awesome so make sure you get down there it's in Norwalk once again. That's at 6371 North Main Street in Norwalk, Connecticut. And the name of the restaurant is Brazilla's Brasserie. Now, what is that you said you had? What was that? Say it again. Oh, it's uh, Bronzino, which is a white fish. I thought you said Benzino. I thought, is that no, named after Usually it's served with a, like, like a head on. That would be the fish you usually see in a restaurant that's served with the head on, and people are kind of scared of it. Okay. Now, what for people think? who might be confused, I, I thought he said Benzino. And for us old heads, Benzino was the uh, <laughs> he was the CEO or the owner of uh, the Source magazine. So I had to clarify that. I thought, thought Benzino might have had a little dish named after him. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, for all you that's guys dope. just joining us, um, we have a special guest. He's This is his second time on, actually. Um our friend and yours, uh, Big Mike, is here uh, to talk a little college football with us. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what's going on? I'm I'm, I'm doing good. I, I'm very interested in seeing what this list is going to look like. So, yeah. All right. Let's get in. All right. We're just going to jump right into it. So um, so what we're going to do is I'll start with you, Sean, right? Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to start with you. Uh, you give out. Just, you know, start your list, give out a couple of college teams, throw out a few names, and we'll join in with you, see if we can f- 
think of any other uh, college football players that came from that school. And, you know, we'll just toss it around as we go, and then uh, we'll come up with our own list, and then we'll compare it to the real list at the end of the show. So you go okay. first, give a couple of teams, we'll let Mike go, and then I'll fill in any teams that I think that you guys might have left off, and then we'll just do it like that. Sound good? It's good, good. Yeah, let's yeah. go. All right, so let's 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 set it off. So uh, I'll let you take the floor, Sean, and uh, you just tell us your f- first few teams that you think might be high on this list. Okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna go off a of stardom. I'm gonna go off a of stardom. I'm gonna go University of Miami. Okay. I'm gonna go LSU. Okay. I'm gonna go USC. Okay. And my dark my dark horse will be uh, Texas. Okay. Now, out of those teams, what team? Uh, out of those teams. Just give a list of some of the names that you think would have earned that much money. Let's start with uh, Miami. Uh, Miami. You have Warren Sapp. Okay. You have uh, McGahee. You have Ray Lewis. And you have um, Ed Reed. That's just four. That's, that's just four. Can't forget uh, Frank Gore. Um, I was trying to keep it short. Okay, yeah. Frank Gore, Michael Irving, a um, couple of other players. They're quarterbacks. They don't have any too many quarterbacks, right, that went to the uh, NFL? No. You have Testaverde. You have um, the young guy, mm, Dorsey. Dorsey went there, yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Not and, too many, uh, though. That's, about, that's all I can think about. Oh, oh, you had uh, Steve Walsh, guy who, Walsh, Walsh, baby, played for uh, the Saints okay. in the early 90s. Can you think of anybody, Mike, anybody else that we left off maybe off that Miami team? From the U? From the U. Um, ooh, uh, well, you said Warren Sapp already. Um, yeah. I can't think of anybody right now. Yeah, I can't. I can't but think. That, that's one of my. That would be one of my teams too. And, and, and um, you can't count the. Even though he did, he make it to the NFL like a practice squad, or he didn't get to the NFL, nothing, right? So you can't use none of it. That's not NFL earned money anyway. So, um, all right. So Miami. Who else did you say, Sean? Texas. Uh, Texas, LSU, and USC. Texas. I'm trying to think from Texas. What you got? Ricky Williams. Ricky um, Williams. Vince Young. Yeah, Mike, you have a bunch of defensive players from there, right? You should have some defensive players from well, there. Well, he just said, uh, who was that? Cedric, who'd you say, Mike? Benson, sorry. Cedric Benson. Cedric number Benson. Number one, number first round. And he yeah, went he to the Bears, right? He was from the Bears, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to do And there was another big-time defensive player that went to, I want to say, Arakpo? When he didn't he text, he yeah. went to Washington. Um, yeah. I can't really think of any big other big money names from Texas. Nah, that was just my dark horse. Yeah, I think yeah. They had a few people in there that probably we just not remembering that went to Texas. And I'm sure we'll find out towards the end of the show. Um, so you said Texas, um, USC was another one you named, right? Now that's that's yeah. probably a yeah. that's a big one right there. Um, yeah, yeah. Keyshawn, you have Liner. Yeah, but OJ Simpson, right? Uh, OJ Simpson. Simpson. But he probably didn't I, make that much NFL money though. Oh, well, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, but, but depends on if you're taking his money and comparing it to uh, today's money, it would be decent money. And that's, and you know what? In the list I was uh, looking at, it definitely said they're not. What, what's it called when you take the money from back then and you try to compare it to the money now? What's that called? Uh, I know. I just use equivalent, but I know that's not exact word that they use. But uh, you got to average for the, um, the, the, the rising cost of inflation. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I'm. Well, I I know for a fact that the list said that they weren't taking that into account. So 
Um, okay, okay. So okay. got to kind of maybe take him off. But you still put him on there, so whatever yeah, money he yeah, made. Yeah. Um, we said Reggie Bush. Uh, who was the other big dude? He didn't make that much money in the NFL. Uh, uh, White, he played for the yeah. Tennessee Titans. White, yeah, Liddell, yeah. Liddell White, something like that. Uh, Lindell White. Didn't J.J. Stokes play for uh, USC? I don't know. Yeah. Did he? I think, I think he did. So. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Maybe he was UCLA. I don't know. I can't remember now. You no. should have an embarrassment of uh, wide receivers that we're not thinking about, like Keyshawn. Probably. They had a lot of people in the 80s right. and yeah. in the early 90s. That, Definitely. You know, and, um, well. Can't forget about Marcus Allen. Yeah, Marcus Allen. Yeah, yeah. How dumb. That's although, how right. we done uh, for that. although I don't know how much money he made. Um, oh, Sam Darnold. He probably Sam made Darnold. that their money go up right. a lot because he was the number one pick, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was he? The, no, he wasn't well, the number one. Contract, though. No, yeah. no, no. He went number Three to the Jets? Three. I think uh, Goff went number one that year. Yeah. I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, no. he's... No? Oh, anyway. No, no, no. But moving forward. No, yeah. no. Not not that year, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what was the next team that you had on there, on your list? Uh, Tech, uh, Miami, LSU. My boys. Now, yeah. Now, LSU is definitely going to be a problem because... Yeah. And now, you can't really count Burrow yet because he hasn't earned any money yet. No. No, but that contract is pretty much signed. Yeah, it's signed, but I think it's money that they've actually put in their pocket. So he's got his bonus okay. money and whatever his first year money already, which is okay. probably Vince, like you got Booger McFarlane. Yep. Um, who's the uh, the dude that plays for the Ravens now? The safety. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Play for Seattle. Who is, who are we talking about, Mike? Uh, whoa, 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 wait, wait. The, for LSU? Oh, you no. talking about uh, Matthews? No, 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 no. The safety. Uh, but, but, but you do have Tyrone Matthews. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. LSU. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And you also have the uh, guy who played for the Steelers. That's the announcer now. That's what I'm thinking about. Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. Oh, Ryan Clark. Okay. McFarlane. You um, got uh, Odell Beckham. You Odell. got Landry. Odell Beckham, right. Ooh, yeah. Uh, let's see who else right. you got coming out of there. Actually, Landry. Landry, yeah, I was going to say Landry and Beckham just signed close to $100 million contracts, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Both of yeah. them, so okay. They might be my number one pick now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> they might be. Um, yeah. And a whole mess Bunch load of, of defensive mean, players. Yeah, defensive players. You probably don't even know that came out of LSU, but it's right. they got an abundance of defensive players. So it's safe to say LSU is probably going to be up there at the top? Yeah, top probably. three, I guess. Top okay. three. So you gave your four. So Mike, um, I'll give you the floor now. Any teams that you can think of off the top of your head that you that you might uh, think that would be oh, at the definitely. Top. So go ahead. Definitely, I got I got uh, Miami, uh, and because I can't be a fan, so I can't. I don't want to say uh, Florida State because unfortunately I would have, but I'm a, I'm a fan, so I'm gonna stop that. Okay. I'm gonna say Miami. I'm gonna say Michigan. Okay. Ooh, I'm gonna say Ohio cool. State. Mm-hmm. And what would be my fourth team? Dark horse. Right. Uh, let me go Florida. Oh, wow. Oh, true. Yeah, Florida. Mm. Definitely didn't think oh, about wow. that one. So let's yeah. dissect. Let's see. Let's start with the Florida Gators. Who they got? They got, of course, Tim Tebow. Uh, he was a right. first but, rounder. I don't know if he made that much money, but he made it. He made Grossman. Uh, Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. And Rex Grossman got paid. Yeah, he definitely got paid by Rex Chicago, paid. right? Right, right. Gino, um, yeah, Gino Toretta. No, actually, Gino was with um, Gino Toretta was with who? Damn, who was one of my picks? He was with Miami. He was with Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, but that's more money towards Miami. But um, uh, Florida, Dan, Danny Warfield. Yeah, uh, um, what's Danny the receiver? We got a bunch of receivers. Who's a little dude that just left recently? He's he's never been. In, he went to Minnesota. Um, little short, fast dude. 
He still plays that oh. thing. Uh, Percy Harvin. Yeah, Percy Harvin. Oh, yeah, Harvin. right, right, right. Percy right. Harvin. Um, they don't have too many receivers. Hold on. You got Alex Brown, again, another bear. Oh, yeah. But yeah. He, yeah. he got drafted in the first round with uh, Cleveland, and after that he got paid in Chicago. So he got he's generating some money out of that. Okay. On onto that list. Okay, okay. And then we also have uh, uh who was I just thinking about? You know what? Spurrier, now I'm thinking about it, didn't produce a lot of NFL players. No defense. He not I mean he has some, but not it's not as much as you would think. The, oh, Aaron yeah. Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, he came yeah. from Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, right. And no. I think he got like Did a, he get paid, though? He got a $50 million. Right before he killed that dude, he got a, what, like a couple weeks later, he killed that dude after he got a Oh, yeah. wow. That's, yo, that's so crazy, man. Out. Yeah. Yeah. He had a $50 million contract either a, a, a week or so after he killed him or a week or so right before he killed him. So, wow. Um, yeah. So, uh, Aaron Hernandez, and I can't really – I mean, you have other little dudes like Jordan Reed who went to Washington. Remember the tight end? I yeah, think he just yep, got picked yep. up by somebody. Um, there's got to be – oh, who's the running backs? Oh, uh, oh gotta be. the dude from Jacksonville. Emmett, wait, first oh, Emmett Smith. Oh, Emmett Smith. How are we going to figure Emmett Smith? Because yeah. we're, we're being slow. <laughs> and, and the dude that went to Jacksonville. He was another running and, back. And uh, – uh, what's his name? Lorette? I mean, not Leonard, I think, right? Oh, uh, well, two Jacksonville. Uh, Fred Taylor and Leonard Fournette. No, no, Leonard yeah. Fournette went to LSU. We forgot yeah, to mention him. So I said, that's LSU, boy. That's LSU. Uh, Fred, oh, Fred, okay. Yeah, wow. Fred Taylor, he definitely Fred went there. Um, not sure how much money he made, but... Uh, no, nah, he got paid. He, he got, got paid. He got paid, too, right? Yeah, because he yeah. he's, a, he's a Hall of Famer, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I'm sure he he definitely got paid at some point during his career. All right. Hey, we got to uh, speed it up a little bit. But first, I just want to say to everyone listening on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you smash the like button and leave a comment at the bottom of the page. Yes, sir. Right. Um, and who were the, what are the, oh, Michigan. Now, of course. Michigan, now, and you know why, you know why I said that. Yeah. I said Michigan because of Tom Brady <laughs> yeah. and because of the mass amount of money. Oh yeah! By the yeah. way, are we? We're only talking about NFL money. We're not talking about endorsement money as well. No, no, just NFL oh. earned money. Oh, you have yeah, uh, I got Tom Brady on there. It's crazy. Yeah, Harvard, Harvard, right? right? Oh, you have Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard. You got right. uh, uh, Rob Wo- Woodson. No, not Rob Woodson. Um, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Right. Um, a yeah. few receivers mm-hmm. in there. They have a few defensive players too. But who we just said, I think, pretty much. That, Hold that, the bulk of their money made. Yeah, probably like 80%. Tom Brady yeah. probably takes like 65%. But, um, <laughs> um, you know, one of my dark horses was going to be uh, Purdue. But uh, we'll get to that in a sec. Only because of Purdue. Drew. Because, wow, that's interesting. Because Drew Brees was there. And, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into true. that in a second. Oh, wait a minute. Jay Cutler well, was from had, there, too. Jay last, Cutler, too. Yeah. Yep. No, no. Jay Cutler. Vanderbilt. Jay Cutler. Yeah, that's Vanderbilt. Oh, uh, right. He had a Ohio State last. Ohio mm. State. Now, see, this is tricky. You would think that a lot of players would have made a lot of money coming from Ohio State, but but his defensive players and offensive and skill position of the contract. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. there's no quarterbacks. Can you even think of a quarterback yeah. that came out of Ohio State? Uh, prior. No. Prior. Pri- well, somebody who came and did some actually played quarterback in the NFL and did something. I can't no. think of nobody. No, they had Claret. For a while, but he didn't make no money. He nope. got like one he, contract. Yeah, he didn't make the pros, right? No, he, he did. I mean, didn't he? He did. He played oh, for he Denver. He played for Denver. Remember, for like one year, he was horrible. Um, yeah, he was terrible. 
uh, Troy, what's that? Something Troy. I think he won well, the Eddie, jo- Eddie George. Oh, Eddie George. Eddie George. Uh, they got a few Dudley. receivers. Who was that? The, the tight end. There was a there was a tight end named last name was Dudley. He was pretty good. Dudley. And then they had Catchamore. I think was the middle linebacker's name. He made some money. I don't know. Yeah. Did Kerb Herbstreet ever make it to the NFL? Ooh, yeah. The college. The college uh, dude. The dude that's on ESPN. And, uh, Kurt Herbstreit, I he, think he did. But he didn't make any money. I, I no. can't really what, think of, uh, well, you got Ezekiel Elliott. You got people like that. Oh, oh, what are we thinking about? Jay, the Bosa brothers. The Bosa really? brothers. Bo- yeah, Bosa just signed that contract. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> he just signed a hundred and something million. His brother, he was the number one overall pick, so he got like 60, 70 right off the bat. Um, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott just got like 80, 90 million. What? Did he yeah. get a hundred? Or he yeah. got close to it. So Ohio is going to be pretty high on that list. Yeah, they're going to yeah. definitely. When you count the, they might not have as many people, but they definitely have the quality when it comes to contracts. Yeah, they got the big money makers. It seems like. You know, they, because most of their stuff come within the last 15 years. That's exactly why. Right. That's right. exactly. I don't remember Ohio State being, when we grew up and when we were in high school, Ohio State wasn't the Ohio State of the 60s and 70s and what they are now. They were just kind of. Yeah. Right, they weren't. I, I remember. No, Ohio was Ohio was pretty good when we were coming. When you talk about high school, well, Ohio State, Ohio State was pretty good. Were they? I thought it was well, Miami, yeah. and Florida they, State they back then. TV. That's why, because they got to have that Miami. I mean, that uh, Michigan game. So you're gonna see that game. Well, yeah, yeah. But exactly. they weren't getting to the not the national championship better than Ohio State when we were younger. Yeah, you're right. Who was what that? Would that be? Like the Orange Bowl. Yeah, like the uh, well, they well, I think they changed it every year, but the Sugar Bowl yeah. or something like that. Yeah, when they had Frazier and uh, Frazier, one. they won one in New Orleans, and I think they got to another. Or they split one. Remember back then they was actually splitting uh, <laughs> championships. Yeah, I remember one year. I think Michigan. No, LSU won it a split championship with somebody. Yeah, yeah. So that was yep. so whack. That so was whack. <laughs> All right, so um, let me see. Let me give my teams. Let's see. I I had um. Like I said, Purdue was my dark horse. Um, okay. I had definitely put Georgia on there. Um, mm. Let's see. Purdue, Georgia. I did have Florida State, but the, I'm like you, Mike. That's more of a fan thing. Uh, right. So I just put right. them on. But they do have some big money contracts on there. So uh, Florida State, Purdue, Georgia, and what was my last one? Um, I think I just put a – oh, Oregon. I said Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, I, I said Oregon, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't think that was a good pick. But I was thinking of Mariota's contract, and uh, that's definitely not going to be one. I had to throw one. I didn't. You know, I didn't want. I saw the list already. So Florida State. I like, <laughs> I like that pick. No, Florida State got some. They got some. Oh, we know. How come nobody said Alabama? Because no one was thinking again. <laughs> Again, I don't know. Maybe that's my fandom. I don't like them, so I didn't want to say anything good about them. Uh, <laughs> oh wow, the hate came out. Well, you got to yeah, think. Dante no, it stayed in me. The hate stayed in me. Uh, you got to think. Uh, <laughs> was it Dante Hightower? Um, who's a yeah. receiver for Atlanta? You got McCarron. You got C.D. Lamb. You got uh, Ingram. Oh, Lamb came from Oklahoma Lamb. though. Don't who? Lamb? Didn't he go to? You talking about the receiver? Yeah. He's Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Who's the big receiver that came out of uh oh, Julio. out of uh, Alabama? Julio. Who? Julio Jones. Oh, you have another one since then. Oh, Julio, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have one that just went out. Uh, Cooper. Amari Cooper. Cooper. Amari Cooper, right. You have right. Two. And uh, another one since then. Rid- think Ridley, is. I think his name is. The guy that just left. Yeah, yeah the tall guy. Yeah. Uh, He's number eight, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think. Is it Ridley? 
but I know who you're talking he's about. A, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a beast. Yeah, he's, he's a beast. about a, a fresh new contract. And then you have the old school Alabama heads. You got like yeah, who's name, Sh- you got Sean, like name it, name it, Sean Alexander. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them. And then you got the defense of Dante Hightower. Oh, you can go. There's probably like four. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, There's oh, a lot Tua? coming out of Alabama. We forgot Tua, about right. Yeah, that's, Tua. Right. that's just like LSU line though. When you when you line them up, but they don't make huge contracts, so that you know that's where you're biting at the bit. You can have eight defensive players, give me two receivers, a quarterback, and I'm probably going to kill them by three or four. Exactly. Um, right. Now the reason why I said Georgia was because of Matthew Stafford, uh, AJ Green. He just signed. A, well, not just, but he has signed a huge contract with uh, who was at Cincinnati. Um, so just okay. a ba- just just based off of Matthew Stafford, I think that uh, that's going to put them on. I think he's made like two hundred and fifty million dollars already in his uh, yeah. NFL career. So um, he's going to be. Let's let's do it. Let's sure. do it. Oh, Walker let's. too, though. We got about five. And he made back. some money, didn't he? And he came out of Georgia, didn't he? Yeah. Well, Herschel Walker. True, Georgia boy. Yeah, you're right. Um, let's yeah. see here. Let's see. Let me just see something right here. Um, of course, the internet doesn't want to um, <laughs> work right now. So, uh, um, just keep it keep it going real quick. Well, I, if I may, I just want to say this: for Nebraska, had to, I believe his name was Tommy Fraser. Yeah, the yeah, quarterback. Tommy Fraser. Had he not gotten hurt and actually made the NFL, let me tell you something: he would have been one of the the biggest grocers on this list. This dude was yeah. basically. Way before his time, like way before his time. Yeah, yeah, he was that dual threat. He was good. He was good. I liked right. everything about him. He had a good arm too. He, was, he had a power. Exactly. Arm. He did. He did it all. Yeah. Oh. yeah. All right, fellas. So let's see here. I'm just gonna start at number ten, and I'll work my way up to one. Yeah, let's work it fast. All right. So uh, Florida State comes in at four hundred thirteen million ninety four dollars three hundred. $94,362. Uh, most, okay. most of their money came back came from quarterback Jameis Winston, number one overall wow. pick. Um, Xavier Rhodes, the corner, I think he's from Minnesota. Uh, right. he, he got $50 million. And let's see what else. Rodney Hudson had a $50 million contract. And a bunch of other guys who had like 30 and $40 million. Um, coming in at number nine, we have Michigan, $508 million. Uh, of course, that's Tom Brady, Brandon Graham, a um, couple of oh Charles Woodson, like he said. Uh, number eight, Florida, five hundred fifty-five million. You have people like Joe Hayden that just signed with the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. Marquise Pouncey, he was a big-time offensive lineman with the Steelers, so those two helped them get that money up. Uh, Ohio State came in number seven, five hundred fifty-nine million dollars. Um, Malcolm Jenkins tops the list. He had the biggest contract at $59 million as of, uh, what was that, though? two years ago. Oh, Ezekiel Elliott. So they got 45 players who have made over $30 million um, in their NFL career. Number six at o- Oklahoma, they have $566 million. Uh, didn't ba- think about it. Yeah, I, I didn't think about it either. Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Sam Bradford, just those three alone. Um, Gerald yeah. McCoy. Um, and Adrian Peterson. How do we not think of Oklahoma? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right, moving on to number five. We said uh, Miami. Um, Calais Campbell, he's had the biggest contract, $103 million. 
And of course, you have all the other people like we named Michael Irvin, uh, Jeremy Shockey, um, forgot about him. Um, a few other players, Frank Gore, Willis McGahee. Um, number four, wow, I wasn't expecting this. LSU, $630 million. Now, take into account that uh, Burrow isn't, he hasn't made all his money yet. So once he does, it's probably going to take them to number one. But uh, like Mike said, and like Sean said, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Tyron Matthew, Andrew Whitworth, uh, Patrick Peterson, we forgot about him. He signed, uh, yeah. yeah, he signed yep, a huge yep. contract. Number three, Alabama, $679 million. Now, mind you, these are all NFL contract money. That's, that's almost a billion dollars. Um, Julio Jones, Kareem Jackson, Andre Smith, Amari Cooper, Dante Hightower, all made over $40 million. Um, two, of course, is going to make 100-something. Number yeah, two, yeah, yeah. we forgot to mention California. How do oh, we wow. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, wow. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Jackson has made almost $100 million in his career. Um, Alex Mack, $69 million. Cameron Jordan for your team, the Saints, $67 yeah. million. Jared, did he come from there? Yep, he came from Cal. Jared Goff has $49 million so far, but you know he still has that big contract to finish out. And Keenan yeah. Allen from the Chargers, he's made $42 million. And oh, wow. the number one team of all time is Georgia Bulldogs. Wow. Um, wow. Detroit Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford has earned $211 million. Um, That's it right there. Then he, he got another contract for $135 million. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, A.J. Green, like I said. Oh, just I had no idea Justin Houston came from Georgia. He's made $85 million. He's a defensive end. Um, Geno Atkins has made $84 million. And Thomas Davis, the former linebacker, I think, for the Carolina Panthers, made $70 million. His So they got like – Ten guys almost who made close to a hundred million dollars. So, um, wow. yeah, I can see why uh, they're at the top of the list. So uh, there we go, right on time, right on time too. Usually we go way over our uh, our time limit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guys, like I said, this was going to be a nice little fun fun segment. Not not too much stats we're throwing at you, just kind of brainstorming and going back and forth with each other. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys uh, played along with us as we were doing it. Um, I know I had fun. Hope you guys Thanks, too. Thanks, Mike. That was fun. Yeah, Mike, yeah. yeah it was a lot of fun. Yeah, did we say your name today? Yeah, we, we mentioned yeah. Big Mike. Wasn't sure. Yeah. Can't, huh. can't, can't forget Mike. the Big Mike. So anyway, um, <laughs> like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope everybody's safe, too, from that hurricane that, that swept through the, the south and up through the east coast. So um, hope everybody's safe. And uh, like I said, this is Sports Fans Only. I'm your host, KJ. That's Sean Mike. Our special guest is Big Mike. And uh, we'll be right back. It makes it easier, easier to I invented sweat, popping bottles, putting supermodels in the cab. Proof. I guess I got my swagger back. 
Truth. New watch alert. New blows. Or the big face rolly, I got two of those. Arm out the window through the city, I maneuver slow. Cock back, snap back, see my cut through the holes. Damn easy and hope, where the hell you been? Niggas talking real reckless, stuck man. I adopted these niggas, fill up drumming them. Now I'm about to make them tuck they whole summer in. They say I'm crazy, but I'm about to go dumb again. They ain't see me cause I pulled up in my other bins. Last week I was in my other, other bins. Throw your diamonds up, cause we in this bitch another game. Photo shoot fresh. Looking like wealth, I'm about to call a paparazzi on myself uh, Live from the Mercer, run up on Yeezy the wrong way, I might murk it Flee in the G450, I might surface Political refugee asylum can be purchased uh, Everything's for sale, got five passports, I'm never going to jail I made Jesus walks, so I'm never going to hell Couture level flow, it's never going on sale Luxury rap, the Hermes of verses Sophisticated ignorance, write my curses and cursive I get it custom, you a customer You ain't custom to going through customs You ain't been nowhere, huh? And all the ladies in the house got them showing out I'm done, I hit you up, man, yeah. nah Welcome to Havana, smoking Cubanos with Castro and Cabanas. Via Mexico, Cubano, Dominicano, all the plugs that I know. Driving Benzes with no benefits, not bad, huh? For some immigrants, build your fences, we digging tunnels. Can't you see we getting money up under you? Can't you see the private jets flying over you? Maybach bumper stickery, what we're overdue? Jay is chilling, yay is chilling. What more can I say? We killing them. Hold up. Before we end this campaign As you can see we've embodied the damn lambs Lord please let them accept the things they can't change And pray that all of their pain be champagne Sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind I hear my conscience call Telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove For the first time in my life, I see I need love There I was, giggling about the games That I had played with many hearts and I'm not saying no names Then the thought occurred, tear drops made my eyes burn Cause I said to myself, look what you've done to her I can feel it inside, I can't explain how it feels All I know is that I'm never dishing of the raw deal Playing make-believe, pretending that I'm true Holding in my life as I say that I love you, saying I'm more, kissing you on the ear, whispering I love you and I'll always be here, although I often reminisce, I can't believe that I found a desire for true love floating around inside my soul, because my soul is cold, one half of me deserves to be this way till I'm old, but the other half needs affection and joy, and the one that is created by a girl and a boy, I need love. So tell me how your tour is going. Tour's doing good, you know what I'm saying? It's real successful, you know. We sell a lot of tickets. It's just it's real hectic, you know what I'm saying? Interviews, girls calling me all the time. Yo, it's real crazy. Go, man. Right, see what I mean? Romance, sheer delight, how sweet. I gotta find me a girl to make my life complete. You can scratch my back, we'll get cozy and huddle. I'll lay down my jacket so you can walk over a puddle. I give you a rose, pull out your chair before we eat. Kiss you on the cheek and say, Oh girl, you're so sweet. It's deja vu whenever I'm with you. I could go on forever telling you what I do. But where you at? 
you're neither here nor there. I swear I can't find you anywhere. Damn sure ain't in my closet or under my rug. This love search is really making me bug. And if you know who you are, why don't you make yourself seen? Take a chance with my love and you'll find out what I mean. Fantasies can run, but they can't hide. And when I find you, I'ma pour all my love inside. I need love. Yo, I ain't mean to hurt you before, you know what I'm saying? It's just I live a hectic life. Saying if you come with me to Atlantic City, I'll make it up to you though. You still love me or what? Welcome back to another edition of Sports Fans Only 5-Day Weather Report brought to you by Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I hope everybody is safe after that horrible, horrible hurricane. Well, actually, once it got up here to the northeast, it was more so a tropical storm. But once it got up here, make no mistake, it still caused a lot of damage, a lot of property damage. Uh, Sean Mack's cousin, actually, his house, his car got crushed by a tree um, a lot of people's cars got messed up a lot of power outages um, even some uh, places of employment they had to stop working the place I used to work at Wustoff Knives uh, they actually had to close the last couple of days because uh, there's no power and the amount of trees and uh, even Sean Mack's uh, canopy I think that's what they're called uh, blew off. He had to go buy another one. So uh, up here in Bridgeport, Connecticut, though, uh, there wasn't that much damage. There was a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm taking into consideration that it's a really big urban area and there's not that many trees. So when there's not that many trees, there's not that many trees to fall and smash things. So um, but anyway, in all seriousness, I hope everybody's OK. I hope they didn't get if you did get some damage. I hope you didn't get too much property damage because 
I can only imagine the headache that will be to try to go through the insurance and get it fixed and all this other craziness, especially with all this Corona stuff that's yes, is still out here and ca causing havoc throughout the country and throughout the world for that matter. So anyway, um, I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into this uh, five day weather report, shall we? Today is August the 6th and we had scattered showers throughout the day. We have a 60% chance of rain through Throughout the rest of the day, the high is 78 degrees and the low is 70 degrees. The wind is light, 7 miles per hour southeast. Far cry from what it was a couple of days ago. Uh, humidity is at 75%. Uh, like I said, chance of rain 60% for the rest of the day. Uh, the sunrise was at 5.54 a.m. And the sunset will be at 8.03 p.m. Friday, August 7th, we will also have scattered thunderstorms. Um, this will be a theme throughout the weekend. So 60% um, chance of rain again. We have a high of 75 degrees and a low of 68 degrees. The wind will be moderate. 14 miles per hour east, a little stronger than uh, today. Humidity will be 78%. The UV index is moderate at 4. Chance of rain, like I said, 60%. And the sunrise will be at 5.55 a.m. And the sunrise sunset will be at 8.02. Did I say that backwards? Sunset will be... I'm sorry, did it again. Sunrise will be at 5.55 a.m. And the sunset will be at 8.02 p.m. So it looks like the rain is going to start early in the morning, go all the way out until about maybe 3, 4 o'clock. Well, closer to 4 or 5 o'clock, we'll get a little break. And then after that, the rain will come right back and rain for the rest of the night. So uh, Friday is going to be a complete washout. So I'm just letting you guys know ahead of time. Saturday, August 8th, there will also be scattered thunderstorms. We have a 40% chance. So just a little slight less of a chance that it will rain. It will be a high of 80 degrees and a low of 70 degrees. Sunday, August 9th, we will have a high of 86 degrees and a low of 71 degrees. That will be partly cloudy and monday august 10th it'll be mostly sunny with a high of 87 degrees and a low of 73 degrees we want to thank everyone for tuning in for today's episode from me to mine to you to yours have a beautiful evening you guys be safe we will talk to you guys next week have a great weekend this is sports fans only i'm keith johnson you guys be safe peace
wanna come home to you and only you Cause making love to just anyone ain't happening I just gotta be with you Do you think about us finishing something we started so long ago Wanna give you my all Do you think about maybe us having some babies Come on, won't you be my lady assistant coach for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not just here to be the token female, I'm here to help us win. The Surface Pro helps me get what's in my head and get it out onto the field. Let's go, let's run it again, run it again. You're now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Now let's talk some damn sports. Welcome back to the show. This is Sports Fans Only. I'm KJ, and that's Sean Mack. And uh, we decided to touch on, I saw this dope story. Well, it's not a dope story. I guess, I guess you know what? There's a part of me that wants Brady to do bad. I want him to do good to prove. I've been saying he's so great for so long. It's like I want him to do good, but I want him to lose because he left us. I feel like the little stepchild, stepdaddy just left you. That's what it feels like. I've been trying to keep it together the last few months, but boy, every time I see Gronk and him with that damn uniform on, it makes <laughs> me want to just throw my damn Tom Brady jersey out the window. But um, nice little story. It made me happy today. It's saying that the uh, the Buccaneers are saying, now, I don't know who put this story out. Makes you exactly. wonder. Why would somebody say that? But they're saying that Tom Brady is having a real hard time learning his new playbook, which 
Now, I read that. I was like, you know, everybody says Tom Brady is very intelligent and bright. And then I also thought about Peyton Manning, how he switched systems, and he flourished, had the best season of his whole career. And you come and you read this. Now, it's not like this is super new to him. He's been down there for a couple months now. Um, They're saying he's having a hard time um, reading the playbook, and he didn't realize it would be this hard and take this much mental energy. Like, I think he took for granted what he had in New England. And, and what, is, uh, what do you mean for granted? Who, though? What? I who? think he took for granted the fact that he had been in that system for so long. He knew it backwards and forth. Think about it. He hasn't had to learn a new playbook since he left Michigan. Yeah. I mean, but, they, uh, nuances, they changed. But but don't – isn't Belichick known for changing everything, every game? I think so, but I think within the realm of that, Tom Brady kind of – yeah, you're right, though. Well, I think you know what it is. I think Brady knew the whole playbook, and they only used yeah. I think they just used different pieces of that huge playbook from week to week. So they might have, let's that. say, they have three hundred offensive plays. They might only use fifty of them one week, and then take another thirty of them from another part of the playbook. Use those. So he probably still knows all the plays. They just don't use them every. Um, but yeah, I can't think of another quarterback that switched teams where you started hearing whispers about them not being able to get the playbook have you ever even heard of that uh no actually when peyton went to denver it was uh actually it's gonna be super easy fairly <laughs> an inconvenient put up math points got to the super bowl lost it uh, then got to another yeah, one and one so won it. yeah it, the reason i did that played that was even though peyton's retired for about three to four years now uh-huh. any chance i can get a win over brady on peyton's expense as far as Oh, yeah. No. Well, I figured that. I figured, I mean, after hearing that, I mean, I told you, it brought a little smile to my face. I'm like, good, you bastard. That's what you get for leaving. I hope it gets real hard for you. <laughs> but they said Bruce Arians, uh, his offense is, it's, it's not, it's not an easy thing to just pick up like that. So, well, let me see who ran that shit to a T. Uh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner did, but you know, he's a, I mean, yeah, if Kurt Warner can do it. And he had just came from, the Giants. Vermeil was the coach, and who was the, uh, and I'm saying, he I came from Mike Martz. Oh, you're talking about as far as the, yeah, yeah, you're right. When, when it was in, because, uh, yeah, 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 Vermeil was the coach when they won the Super Bowl, yep. then he retired, then Mike Martz came, because he was the offensive coordinator yep. at the time they won the Super Bowl, and then he coached Warner. So Warner was able to learn that, went to the Giants, which wasn't a good offensive coordinator. That's so why I, he didn't do that good there. Immediately went to Arizona, revived his career, yep. and brought him to the Super Bowl. Actually, should have beat that Fitzgerald touchdown. Should have beat damn um, the Steelers, man. But Ben hit, and who was at Holmes, right yep. in the corner? But yep. all he, that guy that was playing the defense on him just like gave up, like he didn't want to. I would have ran him. I would have ran his ass out of bounds. Definitely would have. Definitely. I don't know what what he was thinking about. I, you just brought me back to that game. I remember right before mm-hmm. halftime. Didn't wasn't it a interception return for a touchdown? Uh, James Harrison, uh, uh, maybe a fumble. Uh, what's that boy name? Uh, big dude, lift everything with his waist. Uh, yeah, James, James Harrison. James Harrison. Yeah, and I, either it was usually the interception or a fumble that went back for a touchdown, yeah, like ninety nine yards. Yep, you take but that they away, did, they probably win. Yeah, they win because Fitzgerald scored that. Uh, I think he went down the right side and scored to put them up four. Yep, sure they did that touchdown to win. Yep, Phil goal didn't tie. Now wait, wasn't Bruce Arians the offensive coordinator there? No, not at that time. In Arizona. Bruce came from Oh no, he uh, had he Colts. Had, that's right. He had Palmer. Palmer was his quarterback. Yeah. Carson Palmer. Yeah. 
Yeah, Palmer was his quarterback. Yeah, he, he, but yeah, I mean, um, I would say March's offense is probably more similar to Arians, just for the simple fact that it's a it's a lot about throwing the ball deep. Yeah, like, spreading. Uh, yeah. They 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 make their cuts fifteen yards deep instead of eight yards deep. Exactly. Which a lot of people didn't know. That's what made the greatest show on turf. Anyway, yeah. people yep. didn't know that. It's yeah. just it was nothing special about the routes. This route runner had to be special, true. But instead of making like a ten yard dig and making your dig at eight yards, they was digging at fifteen. Which if you throw that ball right, like Warner used to do, you're getting twenty five yard chunks at a time. And that's and that's why they were able to score so much because he kind yeah. of reinvented the way uh, routes were being run. Yeah, because up to that point, everything was still kind of West Coast offense. Yep. Uh, Bill Bill Walsh. Yep. Well, you know, you know, the NFL is a copycat league, so once Bill Walsh flourished with that West Coast offense, all these other teams started trying to pick it up. So and it yeah. went like that for a few years, and then all of a sudden, you get the greatest show on turf. Now everybody wants to start throwing the ball deep. Because that's all Pittsburgh Steelers. That's basically what they did too, right? That, that's Yeah, yeah, that's it. Throwing the it's ball deep. deep. Uh, Peyton Manning was a – he's – Pretty, he was he was more of a deep uh, ball thrower than Brady, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, he checked that, down yeah. a lot, but he he definitely aired it out a lot too. So. Yeah, he was airing it out. Yeah, because Brady, what first three years, he probably throwing no more than eighteen to twenty two balls a game, twenty five maybe. Just shows you how much they didn't believe in him in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he probably still hold that on his shoulder as far as a chip. But I think that's why Belichick never really gave him the Peyton Manning. I think so. You know what I'm saying? The, the treatment. Yeah. And he really resented him for that. Like, you never looked up to me like yeah. how Peyton was, even though we beat him. Yep. You he, know? Belichick probably thinks that's more more to do with him than it is to do with Brady. Yeah. And, and yeah. You, you also got to think, Peyton, when he came into the league, he had, he got handed the keys to the to the franchise, and they just said, go, go, you know, whatever yeah. it is, just go. We're going to build your offense, and your defense going to be laying all yep. your time while you're here. Yep. And the one year you get a great defense, you're going to win the Super Bowl. Yep, and that, and that's what happened. And uh, they never gave Brady that freedom. And when they did give him the freedom, I think it was already ingrained in people's head that Brady was like a Belichick project. Yeah, he was a game manager. That's why he came out trying to throw 50 times. Yeah, and, definitely. And even, like I told you, he even said it. He got a little jealous watching Peyton, and he was like, I want to do that too. Yeah. You know, do it yeah but when you mentioned copycat league a few minutes ago you got me thinking about uh what was that system everyone was running the wildcat maybe yeah like yeah. mid-2000s <laughs> with uh, ronnie brown and shit out of uh miami yep. i can't believe and everybody was like we got to get a roster spot for a dude like that yep it didn't really work no tell me show me where it won a game that that thing worked for one season, maybe not even a full. I, I'll give it one season. I'm being nice about it. I th- I don't even. But for one and I season, don't think made the playoffs. No, no. <laughs> there was two teams that it were, and it got a lot of hype because I know Miami bust our ass with it a few times. When it, yeah, my, yeah. And you know that got headline news because Miami always plays us tough. And I yeah. think that the Jets they started running that a little bit more. And uh, you're right, but you know what? I think that was the the beginning of the mobile quarterback being more accepted into the NFL. Yeah, because Cardell Stewart, like a decade before that, yep. mm, man, a decade, shit, like fifteen years before that, was yep. doing it. And if I'm convinced, if they had really well, Pittsburgh did give him a chance, and he did kind of wet the bed. But I don't know if Cowell was behind. I'm pretty sure Cowell was behind him. I, yeah, maybe he just didn't. Maybe Pittsburgh just wasn't the right place. But yeah. if he had started his his uh, football career. Playing that in the NFL, I think Cardell Stewart could possibly be a legend, like borderline Hall of Famer right now. Yeah, definitely. 
I, I he as as far as a runner goes, and he had a great arm too. I don't remember. Yeah, he, well, did, he just didn't have the pure accuracy, but he was good. Yeah, but they, I don't. Do they even entrust him to make enough passes to where you could say, okay, he can or he can't do it? It almost seemed like they didn't even try. Now they see him in practice, so maybe he yeah. just sucked in practice. But I saw this man in college, and that man had a rifle for. Now that doesn't mean anything. Jamarcus Ruckle, Russell had a a great arm too, and he was horrible in the NFL. But yeah. um. Yeah, I always wondered Cordell Stewart and and Randall Cunningham. I wonder how he good he would have been if well they, they let him from the beginning at least play. Warren Moon would have all the records if they had let him start. And he yes. didn't have to go to Canada, by the way. But but if you think if they would have let uh, Randall Cunningham play exactly the way Pat Mahomes, now I'm not saying he put up the same numbers or he's as good as Pat, but if they would have let him play the quarterback position the exact same way Pat Mahomes is right well, now, he tried. They just didn't have the team for it. And I heard he Buddy young, Ryan didn't had, really believe in him neither. But he, but he let him do whatever he wanted. When it came to running, I don't know. Did he let him? Yeah, he let like, him throw that ball. Like as far as Most like just shotgun and let, and let yeah. him just throw it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Most of Randall running came off of breakdown in coverage or Randall just wanting to run. Oh, maybe. You know? Maybe. I was watching an it's interview not- with somebody. I think it was Mike Golick. He was like, yeah. they just didn't call – like if you looked at the plays they called for Randall Cunningham, and then you go look at the plays they called for, uh, but that, I think that's just his play calling. He wasn't. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. no, that's what look I'm what saying. happened when he went to Minnesota. Oh, he ball. He had like his best year ever, and he did the same shit. Said, yeah, you know I mean, he I think he was arm. a little more of a pocket passer in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, he was more mature. He yeah. knew he didn't like he. I think he said before like he would check one read, two reads, and I'm running, and that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm gone. Yeah, he had to check. When he was at Minnesota, he checked down, let 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 that boy Randy streak up. Yep. Then he looked over for uh, Carter. So he had multiple options. Out of those two, somebody's going to be open. Now, now, the one team I think is doing it the proper way, and I'm not sure if you're ever going to see a guy like him, would be Taysom Hill down in New Orleans with yeah. Sean Payton. Yep. He run the right when that it's a positive every time the guy gets on the field and touches the ball. Yeah. If not, if he doesn't touch it, He's going to line up that quarterback, then somehow split out to receiver, which draw coverage over to one side, which leaves my dude on one-on-one Thomas yeah, down know. the middle. And they're like, how is he getting open if he's not that fast? Thomas, that is. Certain time people, just Taysom Hill can draw attention. You yeah. know, wherever, whenever he hits the field, a defensive coordinator is screaming out some type of number that they have, or some type of word or signal that he's on the field, watch him. Have you, you, know? have you ever seen him? Now, maybe in the preseason, but he's never – they let Teddy Bridgewater – they never let Hill come in and start a game from start to finish, right? No, 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 no. Uh, preseason. Preseason. How did he look? I've never seen – I've never even seen him quarterback. Well, he looks good. So he, yeah, looks, he looks like looks a real good. quarterback back there? In, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, there's some quarterbacks out there that, that play that slash quarterback. They don't really – they can throw it, but they don't look like quarterbacks. So you, he throws it just as well as uh, Cardell did. Okay, okay. All right, I'm I'm actually excited to see what happens once Drew Brees leaves. I'm actually I hope Drew Brees can. Uh, well, he has a championship already. I yeah, like him to see like him to win see him one get more one because all the greats have two. It's again Brady haunt me again. Yeah, <laughs> bastard went and moved to my division. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, man, that, it's definitely gonna make it a little harder. I mean, that's two. Yeah. That's two games this year. That's not going to be a cakewalk. No, like but we always give up one anyway, so we're going to split, and there's no difference. Now, you always play, give, you give up one to them all the time? To is the, see, it's going to come down to the 
who has the best record in that home field advantage. Ooh, that does that. You got Carolina. You got that's a tough division, boy. Y'all gonna yeah. beat each other up. Who's the last team? Carolina Saints, Buccaneers, and uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh man, Atlanta. And they do come back, but yeah, are they done? We might do. We have to do a segment on that and see if the, if they're washed up. They I, might be. They need to get rid of that coach. Is he still there? That Seattle. Yes, he is. Yeah. He had that one good year when they took him to the Super Just based off that Super Bowl, I might have fired him. If I was the owner. Yeah. I might have. My mind might have very well uh, fired him. So anyway, um, let's switch subjects real quick. Now, I know you saw it. We were talking about it earlier, and I don't know if our audience heard about it. If you're into sports, I'm pretty sure you heard about it. But Ioannis, yo, I always mess his name. Ioannis Cespedes. Now, if you didn't hear... Um, let me give a little backdrop. He uh, came to the Mets in 2015. We went to the World Series. He had one of the greatest little stretch runs, like four or five month stretches in the history of baseball. 45 games, if I remember right. 45 yep. games. Yep. Yeah, about 45 games. Yep. He had yep. yeah. And he just went went on a tear. We made it to the World Series. We lost. Uh, that next year, he was injured a little bit. He played most of the season. But then it was that third year where he had – uh, operation on his heels and both of them and so he missed one whole year he was supposed to come back the year after that but then he broke his ankle because there was a wild boar in his yard and he was chasing it and his foot fell in the hole and he broke his ankle that's what he said whatever so he missed yeah. so he missed two straight years in a row so this year was the was his year to come back his last year on a contract that paid him 115 million for four years he only played one year of that four-year contract. So he was trying to, you know, get his stock back up to get a new contract. Uh, they gave him a contract that was incentive-laden. They actually made him give back his last year's salary. Gave him like a $4 million contract. It could reach up to seven or eight with incentives. So what happened was he was struggling, so they started benching him. And he got mad because he's like, how am I going to reach my incentives if you guys aren't playing me? So I guess he just, because of the COVID thing and that, or maybe he just used the COVID thing as an excuse. Uh, they had a game Sunday afternoon, this past Sunday. Uh, they were calling him. He never came to batting practice. They were calling him, calling him at his hotel. Uh, they sent somebody over there, and basically what happened was he had packed up and left the night before, hopped on a plane and went home, and his agent didn't tell them until after they figured out that he had left. So um, do you think he'll ever get a job in it? MLB ever again after doing something like that? Uh, yeah, because immediately after uh, the Mets put out a statement saying that they he hadn't contacted them and they can't get in contact with him, his team put out a statement saying that that's a lie. <laughs> they did contact them and let them know. Yeah. So someone's lying. Yeah, somebody's definitely lying. And someone's lying. I'm kind of those lines. You can always, you know, another team's gonna never really know the truth. Yeah. Right. Because if another team's on the on the phone with the Mets and they're like, "Yo, what about Johan? Yo, what? Oh yeah, he left. Damn, you like damn? Are they throwing shade just not to let me have him? Yeah. Especially if he's going to the same division and conference. So you you never really know. But uh, talent trumps everything. So I'm gonna say yes, he'll be on another team. I'm gonna say he'll be back with the Mets. You think so? Yeah, because I can't believe he's worried about reaching incentives in a shortened season. And when he left, I think there was just like six games in. So yeah. <laughs> maybe they just giving you a little rest right fast and see if you're back and catch fire later. You I know? mean, yeah, he was in a slump. I mean, he had hit two home runs in the first six games, but outside of those two home runs, he had like 15 strikeouts. I mean, he looked real bad at the plate. 
and the Mets had got, you know, they had lost a bunch of games early, so they're trying to catch up and make the playoffs. Why are we going to put you in the game, and we're trying to win? Why are we putting you in the lineup if you're doing nothing but striking out? I mean, I feel the Mets. I'm, I kind of feel him. It depends on what the conversation was. I don't know what the Mets, if they promised him something or or something like that. I'm, I'm not really sure, but uh, I don't know. Just not a good look to just up and leave and not tell no. He could at least said, I'm leaving, I guess. But I, I guess yeah. at that point, he was just like, screw y'all. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. out. But um, It was funny when I heard the story. I was like, so that means he took a regular flight. Yeah, he just hopped on a regular charter plane and, and bounced. <laughs> <laughs> Packed his bags, got in the airport, and just left. And that's kind of crazy to me, man. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's very uh, unprofessional, let's yeah. say. And especially, I could see if this was just a regular season. You had never been hurt. You've been hurt for two years, dude. You haven't played in two years, and you've you've banked mad money because of those two years. Like, yeah, uh, I don't get it, man. You know, sometimes these guys that get all this money, some of these professional athletes that get all this money, and I. Sometimes I feel like they feel like they're entitled. Can you blame them, though? Yeah. You know who have that ever since I've watched him? I tried to like him, but he made me not like him. Who's that? Uh, Yasiel Puig. Yeah, I don't like him. He's too arrogant for me. But he made me not like yeah. him. I wanted to like him when he went to the Dodgers, man. <laughs> what, what specifically what did Dodgers he do? Run? Yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah, the I Dodgers. wanted to like him. Yeah. Remember that he first was young, year? He was hit home runs. Oh, that and first playoffs year. And he was, he was, I don't know what happened to him. He's not even that good no more. People don't even, because he think he probably still think he's good. Yeah, that's <laughs> how cocky he is. <laughs> Yo, I ain't never seen that. There's some cocky dudes in baseball, but this dude, he hits home runs. He be dancing, moonwalking up the first baseline. And it's like, damn, dude. Like you, you, you know someone's cocky when you don't even understand the language they're speaking because you don't speak their language. Exactly. But yet he still come up he still come across as cocky to me and I never heard a word he said before unless it was translated. Never. Never. And he just he just comes off real pompous. Yeah. I hate to say it. It's like it's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Un- unnecessary he, he area. More, he have the arrogance of a, a wide receiver in yeah. the NFL. Yeah, like dog, what you so arrogant for, man? He's playing baseball, dog. Like nobody yeah, half the people Beckham in it. Yeah, like half the people that come to baseball games could care less about your yo, I seen one dude, he did a whole little uh what's that, salsa? He hit a home run and he did a whole little he was doing all this up and down. I'm like, yo, this was in the, this was in the Hispanic league. I don't but you oh, do right. you do that in the major leagues, you're gonna get hit. So yeah, yeah, somebody's gonna hit you. That's just the way it is. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with Yoan Assessment. He had such a bright future, and he just kind of threw it away. I mean, I guess if I was in his shoes, I'm like, man, I just collected on how much does the agent make? Ten percent, or is it more than that? You don't know. Anywhere between like uh, eight to fifteen depends on what you're dealing with. So if you if you get a hundred million dollars off the rip, he's taking fifteen, maybe twenty million. Yeah, depending yeah. on who you're eight, like if it's like Scott Boris or something, he's yeah, he's, he's probably, probably getting the max that he can get twenty, maybe depends. Yeah, twenty percent, that's twenty million. Then you paying taxes, that's another yeah. almost cut half, that in half. Cut that in half. So a hundred million dollar contract is really only probably I'd say fifty after the agent and the taxes. Yeah, maybe a little more. But let's be real. Well, a lot of these Caribbean guys come from. Oh, that's like. No, that's a lot of. Not saying that it's not a lot of money to an American player, but 
No, fifty they're million. Conditions. You know, that's why. What? Let's be real. They're, they're like what? Second world yeah. nations. Yeah. And third world nations, right? So I guess second world would be considered like Cuba, right? They're not third world. Yeah. No, they're not quite third world. No. Depends on who you're asking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ask right. somebody that lived there that escaped. They would be like fourth world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. If, you know, yeah. Yeah. If, you're right. It all depends on your perspective and mm-hmm. uh, what you're looking at. So, um, let's see here. Anything else we want to get into? Not too much. Um, yeah, that's about uh, it. Quick little update. Uh, I'm just being nosy here. Forgive me. Third quarter with third quarter with five thirty nine remaining. Dallas is beating the Clippers sixty eight to fifty eight. I just wanted to mention this to you. Did you see? I'm not gonna lie. I think Porzingis and uh, Luka Doncic, mm-hmm. if they stay healthy, mm-hmm. they're gonna win a championship at some point. I guarantee it. Porzingis is like the second coming right, of dirt. All right. I'm about, to, I'm about to be a little weird here. Uh, I agree with you, but you know why I don't? Why? I don't know if two Europeans can win a championship in the NBA. You don't think so? If nah, LeBron leaves, if LeBron retires, now these dudes are super young. They're like 22. I know. I know. I love, I love, I love Donkage. So LeBron retires. Durant won't be too long behind LeBron once LeBron retires. So then, now you'll have. I mean, I guess it depends on who else. Most of the superstars are Euro dudes. Now. But one day, it's going to happen. But I don't see two European superstars leading an NBA franchise to a championship. <laughs> you saw what Pop called, uh, on, it wasn't them, but he was calling uh, the dude from Denver. What's his name? Big man. European. Oh, Jokic or Bird, right? Yeah. I, I was like, yeah. dude, he's nasty. He is nasty, but come on. Nasty. Let's pump the brakes on the Larry Bird talk. The dude hasn't even won a championship or nothing yeah, yet. Yeah, like. yeah. You got <laughs> you to put a team on your back and go win some rings and get three MVPs in a row. Now, is that what you felt when people were, were, were crowning LeBron? That same reaction we just gave to Pop, the way he was saying that about him? Did you, When people were crowning him the king, were you? Yeah, yeah Same yeah, reaction? Course. I'm still like that when people yeah. say it. I'm like, yeah, he still haven't reached the expectations yet. It's like, but, but see, you know what I'm saying? You you always be a little bit more realistic about the Jordan and LeBron comparison. But when you talk to these young people that didn't have no sniff, yeah. no remnant, no nothing of Jordan, they just really see the highlights, didn't actually put eyes on them. They think we're crazy for saying Jordan is better than LeBron. And I'm like, damn. This yeah. is when the, the fans of LeBron go too far. I'm yeah. like, it's not like you and C. Anthony. We can have a good conversation. But even Corey know that, yeah, he can't get Jordan. Well, yet. I never. Like, you know, he, you've yeah. never in your life heard me say LeBron was better than Michael Jordan. No, I, no. I can't get myself to – for one, Michael Jordan is psychotic. I, I honestly believe when yeah. he get on the yeah. basket – Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Something yeah. wrong with that, man. Like, for you to want to win that bad and everything, you just – to get to that place – Kobe is the closest thing as far as mentally, but even yeah. Kobe wasn't. No, Kobe, he tried. He tried. He uh, yeah, no. You yeah, almost got. Yeah, you yeah. got to force yourself to be. Either you're like that, or you got to really try hard to be like that. And yeah, Kobe just never. He wasn't psychotic. I didn't look at him when you saw Jordan. Sometimes he yeah, was so yeah. engulfed and raged with wanting to win and be like, "Damn, dog, it's just a yeah, game." It's like to the point where you really believe he could secretly get away with killing me to win this game. He would do it. Guaranteed that he can win it. He might do it. Did you hear the story about when the Bulls were playing the Phoenix Suns and um, every every night or in between each game, him and Charles Barkley hung out? I didn't yeah. know this. So they hung out. He said he would take them to dinner. They went in between one. I think the Bulls were up 2-1 going into the fourth game. They went out and played 48 holes of golf together. 
And during that same time off between the fourth game, the third and the fourth game, uh, mm-hmm. Jordan went out and bought Barkley a $20,000 earring. Mm-hmm. And, and what he said uh, to one of his coaches, I think it was Tex Winters, came out and gave this story. He was like, uh, he told him what he did. Jordan told Winters what, no, I forget which coach it was. But anyway, he told him what, what he did. And the coach was like, why would you do that during the finals? He was like, Watch, I guarantee you Charles Barkley won't touch me not one time going to the hoop no more. He, he was like, what's 20000 to me? He's like, I'm Michael Jordan. He was like, I spend $20,000 like it's nothing. So yeah, yeah. to think he spent 20000 just to get an advantage over this man, that to me, that's crazy. No, and, and he didn't need to. He, he didn't need to. Anyway. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you go that length? Like, come on, you're trying to be friends. He's like, I, I want to be friends. Make him feel like he's my best friend so when we play, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to go hard at me. Like, who thinks he's, like that? He's the guy that hard, hires a hitman and hires a hitman to shoot the hitman. Hitman, just to cover his tracks. That's yeah. exactly, I love that. That's a great analogy. I love it. And then for you kids, LeBron doesn't even come close to that mental area. Like, maybe if LeBron had that, then we could have a discussion. But until yeah. you get that mental part of it, I don't care how talented you are. There's probably guys that were that could shoot the ball just as good as him or drive to the yeah, hole yeah, just, yeah. but they didn't have that mental, that psychoticness yeah. in them. So Brian got the physical attributes. He got almost everything that you need to try to be Jordan, right? Yep. Except he the just, mental. He, he lacking in that. Uh, and, and the mental. You know, he lacking in that mental. And even, even with working out, I guarantee, and Kobe tried it too. Nobody yeah. worked harder than like Jordan would spend. I was, you hear stories where he would just spend so much time in the gym. Oh yeah. Yeah, you hear the Kobe stories too. Yeah, the Kobe. Just, yeah, but like someone said in, at Kobe's memorial, you can rest because you came close. Yeah, you came this close. Oh boy. my God, he came super close. I, I mean, told he you, came one championship which he lost to. Yep, he lost Detroit and Boston. Who? Talk about Kobe. Yeah. Kobe. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. threw me off. I thought John. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. He lost two championships. So if you let's just say he went both of those and he have seven. Oh. Uh. You have to, might have to give Kobe, because for what people would say he won one with Shaq, you'd be like, yeah, but he got three by himself. It'll be like the Tom Brady uh, convo. He'll be the greatest because of stats and rings, but I would yeah. still say, you know, in the closet, when I'm away from everybody, I, I admit to myself, Peyton is probably the better physical specimen with the more natural skill. Like, yeah. Well, let's was, just go like I always say, he's the better, better regular season quarterback. Yeah, basically. See, yeah. And if you don't make a quarterback, you make Peyton. Yeah, you exactly. No, you don't make Brady. Had to work to where he got to where he's yeah, at. Yeah, body he and everything, every, physically, everything. mentally, everything. Brady, Peyton is royalty when it comes to the NFL. He was like a he's a prince. Exactly. Shit, exactly. You know? And with Kobe, you, you know, some could say that he never he tried his hardest, but mentally he just wasn't. Like I bet you. Jordan at 20 and Kobe at 20, I bet you Jordan was better. That's just my feeling. When he was yeah, a well, You know where that comes in, Kay? Jordan came from a modest family, not uh, poor. That's true. Modest family and had to struggle and had a little older than older than Kobe, of course. Yep. And he came from that down south Carolina yeah. where you're black. As black as dark skin as he is, as dark skin as his complexion is, being that close to the 60s and 70s and 50s. He was getting the business on the racial end. Definitely was. A lot drove him to become the man that he became. Yeah. Kobe, per se, had the silver spoon in his mouth. Yep. Born up royalty because his dad played in the NBA. They had millions. Yep. And 
he 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 focused. You know, the guy that's coming behind Einstein can't be as smart as Einstein, but he can get damn close. Yeah, see, and I, I think that was the missing ingredient. He didn't he have that. Kobe. He didn't. Yep. Yeah, he didn't have that uh, desperation to get out of fucking. Um, whoops, excuse yeah. me. He didn't have the desperation to get out of uh, poverty, basically. Yeah. And uh, once you got it, hold on to it and beat anyone in the head for it. Yeah, like I'm not you know? going back to living like that no more. And, yeah. and I think that's what Jordan had. I think you're right, man. I think you're right. Um, so yeah. I, anyway, um, anything else you want to talk about before we head out of here? Uh, no, but I want. I'm, I'm I'm inquiring. How long was that segment? I'm gonna say twenty eight thirty one. Thirty. Well, we stopped talking at three forty. Thirty forty. 30 minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> supposed to be a 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, That's I know. Yeah. yeah, we went too well. Anyway, let's get to this music break, and we will be back in a few minutes. Let's laugh at ourselves. <laughs> we always do. Good stuff. Looking at your smile Staring in your eyes I can stay a while Feeling is a vibe Pick up like we never even lost time I could do this for days I would run a thousand miles for you I could do this many ways But I'ma fall fast and die with you Wanna chase that, going crazy I'm like, oh my, but I'm laid back Gotta save that, time to face facts If you love me, girl, just say that I don't wanna leave your mind to wonder I'll surround you, make you feel sure Got desire to make this right Cause every single night I wanna feel your soul I wanna grow old with you, make the most with you, that's the goal I wanna grow old with you, make the most with you I'll give you some time Whatever you want, you just say the word We can do the time Lock away the key, that's what you prefer I could do this for days I would run a thousand miles for you I could do this many ways I'ma fall fast and die with you Wanna chase that, chase that. Going, crazy. going crazy I'm like, oh my, but I'm laid back Gotta save that, time to face facts If you love me, girl, just say that I don't wanna leave your mind to wonder I'll surround you, make you feel sure Got desire to make this right Cause every single night I wanna feel your soul I wanna grow old with you, make the most with you, that's the goal Met in another life Met on a different street Will you still be walking this direction? Will we still be walking at the same speed? Will we still put up a fight? Will you still make time for me? I hope so I hope so I hope so Make you feel sure Got desire to make this right Cause every single night I wanna feel your soul 
Sean Mack, back with a look on this day in sports history, August 7th. In 1907, Washington Senators legendary pitcher Walter Johnson wins the first of his 416 career wins, beating Cleveland 7-2. In 1929, New York Yankee slugger Babe Root ties a major league record by hitting a grand slam in consecutive games for the second time in his career. 
he was smashing them. In 1957, Boston Red Sox slugger Ted Williams was fined $5,000 for spitting at heckling Boston fans. Third incident in three weeks. Boston fans, that was 1956. Y'all was giving y'all own player the business. You can only imagine how opposing players feel. The stories are true. Boston fans, you're horrible. In 1972, Yogi Berra, Sandy Koufax, and Josh Gibbs were inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. In 1991, American team of Carl Lewis, Mike Marsh, Leroy Borrell, and Dennis Mitchell set a 4x100-meter relay world record of 37 seconds. I can remember that. So proud to be an American at that time. Those boys was flying down that track. I love them. In 1992, with the first pick, the Orlando Magic draft Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, boy. You know I'm from Louisiana, born and raised in New Orleans. Love Shaq. When he was drafted to Orlando, I instantly became an Orlando fan. Love him. And in 2000, former star player and executive vice president of basketball operations, Jerry West retires from the Los Angeles Lakers. Miss him. In 2004, Cubs pitcher Greg Maddox enters the history books with his 300th career win against the San Francisco Giants. In 2007, Hall of Famer, in my opinion, I'll say it again, Hall of Famer, in my opinion, Barry Bonds hits his 756 career home run to break Hank Aaron's long-standing record. And finally, and last, in 2010, Jerry Rice, Emmitt Smith are both inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What more can you say? Two of the greatest at their positions, if not the best. It's an argument. And before I get out of here, as always, I would like to wish a happy birthday to Sidney Crosby. He turned 33 today. And happy birthday to Kyler Murray. He turned 23 today. So, Kyler, enjoy being young. I hope your line do better for you. Get a little faster. Get a little stronger. That's all I can say. And Sidney Crosby, enjoy the ring. Skate around. You finally got one. But Ovechkin got one, too. Not sure who's the greatest. Time will determine. All right. It's Sean Mack back with a look on this day in sports history. And this is Sports Fans Only.
A conference room. A classroom. A romantic cafe. You made your house a home. We're here to help you make it everything else. At your home or at our curb, delivery and pickup are fast, free, and safe. Best Buy's commitment to helping you hasn't changed, even if everything else has. Sports fans only home for the hottest sports show around. These guys are on fire. Here we go. Welcome back to another jam-packed edition of NBA Jam Session brought to you by Anchor FM. I am your host, KJ. During this short segment, we are all NBA all the time. We have scores, breaking news, upcoming games, and everything you should know about what's going on inside the NBA bubble. With that being said, let's get into some of these NBA scores from last night, Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. First up on the NBA menu was the Nuggets versus the Spurs with the Nuggets winning 132 to 126. Michael Porter Jr. continued his hot streak with 30 points and 15 rebounds. The previous game he had 37 points, so maybe down here in Orlando he's starting to make a name for himself. Nikola Jokic had 25 points and 11 assists. He had very high praise from Popovich who called him the reincarnation of Larry Bird. Maybe you should pump your brakes there, uh, Pop. Uh, Monty Morris had 19 points, 8 of 13 shooting, and Jeremiah Grant had 22 points and 8 of 14 shooting as well for the Denver Nuggets. For the San Antonio Spurs, who've been struggling the entire year, it's just been a throwaway year for the San Antonio Spurs. They were paced by Rudy's Gaze, uh, 24 points. Derek White had 23.7 assists. Keldon Johnson out of Kentucky had 20 points. Uh, DeMar DeRozan had 18 points and eight assists, and Patty Mills had 14 points for the losing San Antonio Spurs, who are now 29-38, and and the Denver Nuggets are 45-23. and Going on to the next game, the Oklahoma City Thunder gave the Lakers a nice spanking last night and beat the Lakers 105-86. to Danilo, Danilo Gallinari had 19 points, 7 rebounds. Steven Adams had 18 points, 7 rebounds. Chris Paul had 21 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists. And Shy Giglius Alexander had 13 points. And guess what? 7 rebounds and 5 assists. And this guy, I know I'm going to butcher his name, Lugens Dort had 14 points to round off the Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder scoring. And for the Lakers, um, I don't know what happened. Anthony Davis, he was 3 of 11 shooting. He had 9 points and 8 rebounds. LeBron James, he was 7 of 19 for 19 points and 11 rebounds. Deion Waiters, who's actually been a nice surprise, he had 14 points. And Kyle Kuzma, he was 3 of 7 for 10 points. So anytime uh, the Lakers play like that, it's almost pretty much guaranteed that they're not going to win. Moving on, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies took on the Utah Jazz, and the Utah Jazz won 124-115. to The Grizzlies were paced by Jonas Valencianis. Valencianis? He had 21 points, 14 rebounds. Uh, please excuse the uh, accent. 
the way I pronounce these guys' names. I'm going to butcher more, I promise you. Um, let's see here. John Morant had 20 points, 9 of 6, 6 rebounds. Dylan Brooks had 23 points. Grayson Allen, I had no idea he was playing in Memphis. He had 20 points. And Cal Anderson, the old Spur, had 12 points. For the Utah Jazz, Royce O'Neal had 15.7 rebounds. Rudy Gobert had 21.16 rebounds. Mike Conley had 23.7 assists. Joe Ingles, the man who shoots him from downtown, had 25 points and 5 assists. And Jordan Clarkson had 14 points. Oh, oops, I'm sorry. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell had 18.7 rebounds and 6 assists. The Jazz are now 43-25, and 25, and the Grizzlies are 32-37. and 37. Moving on, uh, the 76ers took on the Washington Wizards and won 107-98. to 98. Tobias Harris had 17 points, 6 rebounds. Uh, Joel Embiid had 30 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, ben Simmons, he left the game, actually. He had a sore knee. Uh, the MRI came back. Uh, there was a scare in the organization, but it came back negative, so uh, it's just a little soreness so they'll take that day by day but he was shooting uh until he left the game he was two of ten shooting eight points six rebounds josh richardson had 15 points and shake milton i love that name shake had 14 points for the washington wizards now mind you bradley bill's not playing and john wall's not playing so they're probably going to lose the rest of their games uh troy brown jr had 17 points thomas bryant had 19 points and jerome robinson had 19 points Moving on, Toronto Raptors took on the Orlando Magic. Uh, Toronto was paced by, oh, Toronto won the game 109-99, and they were paced by Pascal Siakam's 15 points, Marcus Saul's 13 points, Van Fleet's 21 points, 10 assists. This kid is coming on big time this year. Kyle Lowry was uh, two points and one rebound short of a triple-double. He had 8 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds. Serge Ibaka had 11 points and 9 rebounds. And Norman Powell had 14 points. And for Orlando, Aaron Gordon had 9 points, 11 rebounds. He was 3 of 9 shooting. Nicolo Vuvacic had 12 points, 9 rebounds. Evan Fournier had 15 points. And Terrence Ross had 15 points to round out the scoring for Orlando. Uh, Brooklyn and the Celtics went head-to-head, and the Celtics just completely annihilated the Brooklyn Nets, 149-115. to uh, Let's see here. They're playing without Durant, Kyrie Irving, basically all their best players, DeAndre Jordan. None of them are playing. Um, Levert had 13 points. Uh, Joe Harris had 14 points. And their center, Jared Allen, had 11 points, basically. And uh, let's see who this is. Uh, Jeremiah Martin actually had the high for the Brooklyn Nets. He had uh, 20 points. As for the Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum had 19 points. Uh, Gordon Hayward had 18. Marcus Smart had 12. Jalen Brown, 21. And... Let's see, Reggie Williams, Robert Williams the third had 18 points to round out the scoring for the Boston Celtics. So we have some up, um, upcoming games coming up today, as a matter of fact. One game that's going on right now, uh, the Sacramento Kings are leading the New Orleans Pelicans 126-108. to Later on tonight, we have the Lakers versus the Rockets. That'll be at 9 o'clock p.m. on TNT. The Heat versus the Bucks. that's at 4 o'clock on TNT. Uh, the Pacers versus the Suns, that's at 4 o'clock. The Clippers versus the Mavericks. 
I can't wait to see that game. Uh, Luka Doncic and uh, Porzingis going up against Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. That's going to be a big-time game. I'm going to try to catch that. That is at 6.30 on TNT. And to round off the games for tonight, we will have the Trailblazers versus the Nuggets. That will be at 8 o'clock. In other NBA news, unless you've been hiding underneath a rock, I'm pretty sure you heard what LeBron James said in response to the Trump question he was asked. So if you didn't hear it, I'm about to play it for you. So uh, here we go. President Trump today said uh, that NBA players kneeling during the national anthem is disgraceful. And he said that nobody has done more for the black community than him other than Abraham Lincoln and the reaction. Trying to make me laugh right now. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, I, I don't. Um, I really don't think the basketball community um, um, are, are sad about losing uh, his, his viewership, him viewing the, the game. And um, I, that's all I gotta say. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not gonna get into it because uh, I already know where this could go, where it could, could could lead to for tomorrow for me. I'm not gonna get into it, but um, I think uh, our, our game is in a, in, a, in a beautiful position, and we have fans all over the world. And uh, our fans not only uh, love the way we play the game, we try to give it back to them with our commitment to the game, but also respect, um, you know, what else we try to bring to the game and acknowledging, you know, what's right and what's wrong, you know. And um, and I hope everyone, um, you know, no matter the race, no matter the color, no matter the size, would uh, see uh, what, what what leadership that we have in our, at the top in our country. I understand that, that November um, is right around the corner, and it's, and it's a big moment for us as Americans. Um, if we, we continue to talk about what we want, you know, better, won't change, we have an opportunity to do that. So, but the game is, um, the game will, will, will go on without, uh, without his eyes on it. I, I can sit here and speak for all of us that love the game of basketball. Uh, we could care less. In other NBA news, Kendrick Perkins was on ESPN uh, voicing his concerns about whether or not the Milwaukee Bucks or the Los Angeles Clippers can win a championship. What are your concerns with the Bucks? What are your concerns with the Clippers moving forward? Go ahead, Perk. Well, with the Bucks, I mean, we we we've seen we saw this movie before where they dominate the regular season and 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 flop in the playoffs. Listen. We know what Giannis is going to bring to the table. I don't know what Eric Bledsoe and Chris Middleton are going to do because they have a history of disappearing in the playoffs. And you know that, and we all know that, in order to win a championship, you have to have a Batman and you have to have a Robin. You have to have that guy that's going to step up. Last year in the playoffs, Eric Bledsoe, he didn't step up. They had to play George Hill in those minutes. Chris Middleton, he had a couple horrible games in the playoffs last year. So until the Bucks prove me wrong, I can't believe in them because we've seen this over the past two years where they have dominated the regular season and flopped in the, in the, in the playoffs. And when I look at the Clippers, listen, the Clippers are well coached by Doc Rivers, Ty Lue, Sam Cassell. That's my Celtic family for life, and I get it, right? But right now, I think the, it's so it's it's a such thing of having too much firepower. Meaning, it's only one basketball. So my thing is, somebody's going to have to sacrifice. Everybody's not going to be able to put up 20 shots. Everybody's not going to be able to get 15 shots. Who's going to take a back seat? Who's going to uh, take a uh, uh, a back seat for us? not getting the minutes that they think they deserve. It's easier said, 
But you have to do it. And I don't know. The Clippers have to prove that to me. And by the way, in the bubble, they haven't had their full roster yet. Lou Will just got implemented uh, uh, last game. Montrez Harrell have yet to return. So they still have some rotational problems that they have to address. And nobody can say it better than Kendrick Perkins. I love his commentary. He tells it like it is. He don't hold back. He's not uh, rude like Charles Barkley can be at times or just be downright just way out in left field. But he gives it to you real straight and real real, and, and, and that's what I love about him. So anyway, um, that'll just about wrap it up for NBA Jam Sessions. Once again, this is Sports Fans Only. This is your host, KJ. Um, let's see. We're going to leave you guys with a little bit of some sights and sounds. Well, not sights because we're on the radio. We're we're listening audio. Um, we're going to leave you with some sounds of the first week of the NBA. So until next time we see each other next week, you guys take care. Be safe. This is KJ. This is Sports Fans Only. And this is NBA Jam Session. Welcome to Orlando, where the NBA restart is underway. The waiting over as these NBA players ready to once again showcase their talents. 143 days. All right, since March 11th, our last game. All right, the game that we love is back. The squad's there to attack it. Opportunity for us to get better today. Fans have been craving to see their stars. But for many of these players, the NBA bubble is about more than just basketball. It's an opportunity to use their voices to ignite change. I think a group of guys that want to stand up for what they believe in and show unity is, uh, is amazing. Our job now is to be able to put our foot to the ground and actually do the work and stay with the right cause. Welcome back, fellas. Welcome back. You got tall over the quarantine? Folks, there are some 30-odd microphones and 30-plus cameras around the court, so you will have unprecedented access to the players. Come on now, come on now. Grizzlies with numbers. Flop! Baby! You see the virtual fans tonight. I can't say enough about the league, but a superb job across the board. Bulls got it. Bull. Oh, what a pass! Threading the needle is the big man. Somebody working on the game there in quarantine. Kudos to the players for taking care of themselves and giving the fans a great product. Yes! Oh! Ah! We just want to be playing well on both ends of the ball, offensively and defensively. This guy is a virtuoso on the offensive end of the floor. Shot clock down to six. Finds Warren. Here's a long three. Oh, yeah! It for 53! Just like that. Just like that. Can't you already feel the regular season intensity? The NBA is back. Yay! Back and forth they go, throwing haymakers at each other. Four-second difference. LeBron on the fly. Got his own miss and puts it up and in. The game of basketball has always been bigger than just the ball in the rim and 10 guys on the floor with referees. Great to have the NBA back, and I hope our fans are proud of us.
kiss you and hug you, I love you, that mean you better Keep it one and we miss Yeah Some will love you, some will use you Nothing wrong with that as long as you know who's who Gemini, do what I want when I'm in the mood to Soon as they think you need something, that's when they lose you Soon as you know they need something, that's when you get them back Crazy when you know what they want, you never give them that Better to let her do a thing, I like to give her slack Smoke a little bit, but she drink, I like to get her smack Walk downstairs to the kitchen, I like to get her snacks She get on my nerves, but I could live with that All the bullshit that I did, gotta consider that. She just keep applying the pressure into a crack, crack. German engineering, she pulling up. Time to get out of here. We did the hood enough. As if a nip ain't hood enough. Nah, baby, 99 ain't good enough. Just keep it one and so. You ain't gotta lie just to ride. Being real, you should try to just keep it one and with Real talk. Should never be hard to be real when you keep it one and with now don't ask for much, so if I dap you up, just please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta keep it real as the song is. Friends turn into brothers when they've been with you the longest. I know I ain't the brightest, I ain't saying you the wrongest. But the maintenance man already told us that they was on us. Thought I had a buyer for the peas, they ain't like those. Left them in your room, then you try to catch a flight, yo. Deep down in your heart, you know that wasn't right, bro. They f around and ran up in the crib, same night, yo. Six pounds of haze in your closet is what they see in there. 48K in my closet, I wasn't even there. Work wasn't mine, but the money sure was. And what I should've knew was that it wasn't all love. You bailed out and told me you was gonna give the bread back. Your man was right there, he could tell you you said that. Had to separate, I can't do the pretension. Now the charges got thrown out, and so did the friendship. Just keep it one and with me. Word. You ain't gotta Word. lie just to ride being real. You should try to just keep it one and with me. Should never be hard to be real when you keep it one and with me. You ain't gotta lie just to ride, just keep it one and with me. Should never be hard to be real when you keep it one and with me. You ain't gotta lie just to ride being real. You should try to just keep it one and with me. Should never be hard to be real when you keep it one and with me. You ain't gotta lie just to ride, just keep it one and with me. Yeah. Should never be hard to be real when you keep it one and with me.
her with a sonic shield impressive there is one more thing huh jake from state farm here's the deal with the drive safe and save app you'll save up to 30 percent for being a safe driver like a good neighbor state farm is there you're now listening to kj and sean mack 
Hey, welcome back to Sports Fans Only with your host KJ and Sean Mack. And this is a little segment we like to call Sports Fans Only Sports Feed, where we talk about things going on on the court and off the court. And then uh, we always end it with a little, uh, what's the name of it, Sean? We, we end it with what a, would you do? What would you do? So, um, so with that, with that being said, let's get into this uh, sports feed. Looks like uh, UFC's Sean O'Malley. I like this guy. He knows how to party after a win. So uh, he's he gave an interview and he's just kind of talking about the things he likes to do after a fight. And uh, one of his number one thing he wants to do after his next fight, uh, he's got a big orgy plan for when he wins the UFC title. And uh, he also wants to smoke a very big uh, joint. He's a big marijuana smoker. So, um, and uh, he likes pizza. So those are the three things that he likes: orgies, pizza, and weed. So, hey, get clap, clap it up for him. Clap. I'm doing a little over the head thing. Hurrah! Like how they celebrated back in the twenties. That's a that's a man's man right there for you. Uh, That's what we used to say back in the day. That's a man's man. Orgies, weed, and pizza. Can't, hey, when you're young, you, nope. can't, you can't get better than that. Even if you're older and you're hating, you know when you were young, you wouldn't have been. Yeah, that's what I said. When you're younger, I mean, that's that's beautiful. I mean, think about it. You want you just want a belt. You have an orgy waiting for you in Vegas back at the hotel with lots of weed and food. I mean. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let me see. What could be missing from that? Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Um, let's see what else we got here. Dak Prescott, he's on, on a campaign to free a death row inmate named Julius Jones and his little uh, slogan, don't let another innocent black man die. Not really too sure what it is. Julius Jones. I was like, isn't that a, didn't he used to be a football player, but, um, there was a running back named Julius Jones who used yeah, to play for Dallas. The, he was a twin. Yeah. I'm, this isn't the same guy, is it? No, it might be the twin. Maybe it's a twin. So one we, played for uh, Dallas, and one was playing for um, the Jets. Oh, you're right. Well, he was accused of murdering a white man during a car. No, no, this dude's been in jail for a long time. He he, he was okay. accused of murdering a white man during a carjacking in 1999 when he was just 19 years old. He was later convicted at a jury trial in 2002 and sentenced to death. Now, I'm assuming that all the information and all the uh, paper – paperwork on him is showing that he you know he could have been framed or something like that i don't see uh dak prescott going through this campaign if that wasn't the case so um, yeah of course we know Shout out to Maya Moore too she she been working hard sorry i don't have the name of the gentleman the, the guy that she was trying to free it was african-american guy but yeah. he finally got out good job maya yeah i saw that yep your career for that and they're actually, um, in this article, they're talking about that. So it's uh, Maya Moore, of course, Kim Kardashian, Common. I didn't know Common was doing that, too. Russell Westbrook. I heard about Trey Young. He's trying to get people out of jail. Um, yeah. Blake Griffin and uh, Baker Mayfield. All, all, all people who have previously expressed support for Julius. So um, hopefully that man gets out of jail if he didn't do what he did. I hate seeing stuff like that. Um, yeah. But, you know, our judicial system isn't the best. So, um, all um, right. So, uh, let's see wait, here. Wait, hold up. Yeah, go uh-huh. It's a little tidbit. Uh, Jason Momoa, Momoa, M-O-M-O-A. I don't know. Anyway, the guy that plays, uh, the guy that plays uh, Aquaman. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about him? The big pretty guy? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he was married to uh, 
Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. I, I knew that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I was when he, when I read something, I'm like, that Lisa Bonet. Yeah. You would. I thought I would know that, but yeah, man. she's on. You know, she's always under the radar, under the spotlight. Ever since she pretty much left a different world. Yeah. Haven't seen her really act on anything. Uh, so only thing I saw her acting was in the one with Will Smith. That's the only thing I saw her acting. What was that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. State. State. Pro- uh, is it state, state enemy? Enemy of the state. Enemy of the state. <laughs> we said state. Yeah, no, property. I was saying state enemies. Yeah. Public enemy, public enema. That's how the weather's going. Rest in peace. Yes, yes. Um, let's see here. Bill Starr, Tredavious White. He decided to opt out of the NFL season. I think you're going to see a lot more of this as we get closer to the season. Um, so yeah. he decided Football to opt out. Happen, Kay. Huh? It might not happen. I don't think I'm so. I'm not trying to say it. And I've heard a lot of other people that do sports talk radio. Some speak on it, some don't. I'm going to go with the let's not say nothing until we're 50% 50 on it. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you're you're uh, you're fading in and out on me. Um, let's see here. I'm doing now. Mic check, mic check. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, uh, Micah Parsons and Greg, I'm not even going to try to say his last name, Ruasau? I don't know. R-O-U-S-S. Yeah, I did it anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're two. Uh, they're projected to be top NFL picks. They decided to opt out of their uh, NCAA season in college. So I think you're going to see a lot of college players as well um, start to opt out. Um, did you see this crazy, crazy bastard jump off that bridge? Just is what's it called? No. Like, it's a sport where they just jump off a of high stuff and jump into the river. You didn't see that on yeah. ESPN. Well, anyway, there was uh, uh, they they had placed a trampoline. He's over this high bridge, and I guess it's a sport, but he jumps off of it, does this crazy spin thing, and jumps into a river. I kid you not, it looks like a river of mud. All right, sorry about that, everybody. We're having a little technical difficulties because of the whole tropical storm yesterday. Uh, Internet is acting up, and mics are acting up, so uh, we're going to just go ahead and skip the rest of the sports feed. Um, we always give that to you guys. So um, we're going to skip the rest of that, and we're going to get right into the What Would You Do starring Sean Mack. So take it away, Sean. All right. Let's do it. This is Sports Fans Only, Sean Max. What would you do? All right, Kay. You know these are primarily based on the individual and what they would do. So, Okay. I always like to say it, but I always say you, you wake up, but we're not going to go waking up. We're going to go, you're at work. You lift something, you realize you're strong. You, you're seeing things much clearer, even though you wear glasses. You're like, I don't even need these. Uh-huh. You, you, you realize you, you're running to the, to the restroom. You're running at an extraordinary, fast pace, like my dog just said. Yeah. <laughs> and so... You realize that you're a little stronger. So you go to the doctor and they tell you that for some reason you have abnormal strength, abnormal vision, abnormal speed. So you're pretty much a superhero. Now, my question would be, what would you do if you had these powers and you had three options? Mm -hmm. You can fight for you come to find out it's other people with these gifts. So you, you're kind of like marveling it, right? You're DCing it. Okay. Would you join the perceived good side, the perceived bad side, or would you be more of a neutral 
hero, which would make you more of a vigilante. Or you do have a fourth option. Do nothing. Hmm. So my question would be, what would you do? Let's see here. At my age now? Huh? My age now? Yeah, your age now. Okay. What would I do? That's a very, very, very good question. I would, I would probably at the age I'm at now, I definitely fight for the good side. Um, okay, okay, clap it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely fight for the good side because I feel like my life, for the most part, is at its halfway point. God willing, I'll see the another forty-one years. So I feel like mm-hmm. I'm, at, I'm at the halfway point. There's the things that I used to want that I don't want anymore. Because if I, I'll be honest. If I was younger, I'd probably go with the bad side because I guess it depends on what you would call the bad side. Like, would the bad side be like me being able to just, like, transport into a bank vault and take money out and, and I'm rich? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got, the, you're, like, you're like you're rolling with Magneto Nim. You have skills. See, if I was with the bad side, though, I wouldn't kill people. I, it, it'd be more like making myself rich type of thing, like making my life great. So I don't know. But that's still bad, though. I'm breaking laws, so. Mm-hmm. But if, mm-hmm. I, if I was younger, I'd probably be that guy. I'd be like, I don't want to kill nobody, but I am going to rob everybody. I'm going to take much money as I possibly can <laughs> to make my life great. But um, seeing that I'm older, I see that money's not the end-all, be-all, and I would help people. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd be like a Malcolm X superhero. I wouldn't be all nice about it. I'd, be, I'd help people, but you ain't going to get like a – you're not going to get the Martin Luther King – so I'm gonna get the Malcolm. I'm gonna be the Malcolm X. I'm gonna put you in your place and check you, and help you. But I'm gonna check you. If, Feel you, if you deserve like to be that. checked. So yeah, that's that's me. I'm I'm gonna be the the good bad guy. So I'm gonna be good, like but I'm gonna be the good guy that you know, like when you have a teacher, and you know that if you do something, you're just gonna get the business. But they're cool. But if I do something wrong, they're just gonna give it to me. I'll be I'll be that type of superhero. Like if you do something stupid, I'll come and smack you around a little bit, and then uh, <laughs> tell you what you did wrong, and then we'll move forward from there. So I like that. <laughs> so give me so so give me yours. What what would you do? Uh, I would come at it maybe a little different, but the same. I wouldn't join any sides. Uh-huh. Uh, I would stay out that beef unless it became something that was catastrophic to mankind. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would be more of a neutral vigilante. You you know who exactly I would be? Who? I would be Bruce Willis from Unbreakable. Okay, I didn't see Unbreakable. Never saw it. Oh well, he. Do you see Glass? You seen any of them? Glass? Nope. Never seen that either. Never seen them. All right. All right. All right. So, Dunn, his name was Dunn. He uh, he found out he had the powers. So what he did was still live the natural, regular life, but he would secretly go out at night and stop things. Oh. So I would do more of that, but I wouldn't be living and swallow and be under middle class like he was. Oh. I would make sure my powers actually benefited my family and friends, which might lead me down an unsavory road of doing things that might be called a crime. What about robbing bad people? Yeah, that would be. But see, then I'm on the good side. Then they're going to want to recruit me. But well, yeah. I feel you. I would do it that as a vigilante. Yeah, like rob drug dealers and, and, and like yeah. powerful mafia dudes. Yeah, I take all their money. Yeah, I take all their money. And I would just pretty much live a regular life, you know? But I would, 
And another thing, I wouldn't mind working. You know why I wouldn't mind working? Why? I'm a superhero. It doesn't bother me, and it wouldn't be tiresome. It wouldn't be tiresome at all. So you wouldn't be an Iron Man, like kind of flamboyant no, oh, a little oh, bit. I would be like the uh, the guy who's on a construction site that's getting paid almost double the amount because I'm putting double the work in from like a bulldozer. Oh, okay. So I would make sure I'm getting like maybe 10 G's a day. You get what I'm saying? So I don't mind working. Oh, that'd be beautiful. You know, my home, I save a few people, you know, some lady getting robbed outside of Burger King. I'll so beat the hell out of that guy. You so know? your main focus isn't necessarily helping people. You'll help them if, if, yeah. you, if they come across your path, but you ain't flying. Like how that bomb went off uh, yesterday in Lebanon. Yeah. You, you ain't going to fly over there and start helping people. Oh, if I saw it coming, yeah. But if you knew it was going to happen, like you say you have like the spidey yeah, sense and you knew yeah, it was about yeah, to I'll help. Oh, okay. But you can't let people know I help. Oh, okay. Because you don't want people messing with you, trying to get you to they come gonna, on. They're going to try to pull me apart to the good side or bad side. You know how it goes. Yeah, they're going to try to and, put you with the Avengers or something. Both of them, right? If yeah. I don't mess with the good or the bad, then they're going to label me a vigilante and both of them going to hate me. Just like it would be the little X-Men. Just like the X-Men was hunted at one point. Yeah. They didn't want to yep. join them, but they didn't want to join the bad, and then they both they both started yeah. hating them. Yeah, exactly. so I, I, I understand. You want to be so. undercover, a little incognito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would little you have a uniform? Uh, unbreakable. Huh? Would you have your little tights and a cape, or would you just have, like, a regular outfit? Just, like, a regular you know clothes. I, I have to represent the, the hood, so I'd probably, be, I'd probably be flying, like, with my hat back with CI still lit. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. I'll be like, man, I dress up like Wu Tang or something like that. That'd be my yeah. outfit. Just have a hoodie <laughs> on. <laughs> okay. When I land, when I land, I'm going to have my cigarette in my mouth. Look, I'm going to be like, who needs some help around here? What? <laughs> who did that help? What? I wish y'all could see what you're doing right now. <laughs> How exquisite is that? <laughs> they need to make one. They try to do it with Hancock, but Hancock I'm was horrible. Like, yeah. What you want, boy? It'd be like half of my cigarette gone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you got them super lungs, though. Yo, but you're right. I used to love how Hancock land. Yeah, he will land all like he drunk. <laughs> be like, what's happening? Yeah. Actually, you know what I'm going to bust up there and say? You know what I'm about to do. I'm going to say. <laughs> That's your little moniker. That's what you say when you come on the scene. Everybody start looking around. they like, he's coming. <laughs> That is, oh, that's hilarious. Oh, cheers coming to back. That is hilarious. Get hot under these lights, man. God. Yeah, man. <laughs> let's wrap this thing up, man. I, I enjoyed that show. I think you guys are too. I can't wait oh, to go back. It up. That was sports fans only. Sean Max. What would you do? <laughs> I want Gary to come on the show just to make that noise. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get him doing. Or just a get, drop. A, get a drop. Matter of fact, we need him. To say it from now on, just do, get a drop of it and I'll play it. I'd love to get just a bunch of little things that he says and record them because Gary got a bunch. Remember, he used to lick himself like a cat. Yeah, like, oh, we talk about those uh, them barbecue wings. He'd be like, yeah. "Boy, them barbecue." Twenty years later, he's still talking about them damn wings. <laughs> I ain't never heard nobody speak but, about. <laughs> you would think them some golden wings with some little golden sauce on them. Say, damn. say wings from Jesus, man. <laughs> Every time he talks to you, every time you come on, you're like, boy, South China wings, boy. <laughs> the first thing he say, I wish y'all could see Gary, man. Big 6'6", 280-pound beast. That's what he is. 
Okay. Anyway, okay, I hope you okay. guys enjoyed the show. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So uh, you guys take care. Like I said, I hope everybody is safe. I hope everybody's power is coming back on pretty soon. Uh, we will definitely see you guys next week. We're going to start going back to two shows a week. Give us about another couple of weeks, and we'll be back to two a week. Um, last couple months, we've been doing one a week. So, uh, yeah, with that being said, this is Sports Fans Only. I'm KJ. That's Sean Matt. You guys have a beautiful night and have a great weekend. We'll see you guys next weekend. Oh, next week. Peace. Peace. I said next weekend. (laughs) We'll see you sometime.
the show this has been keith johnson with his co-host sean mack and this is sports fans only <laughs>